What's going yeah. on, everybody? Uh, Cali Death Podcast back once again. Cali Death Podcast live, spontaneous live. Episode 35. I got my resident homies with me, and I got Carrie Gear. I got Greg Burgess. We had a rescheduling. We had a, we have to reschedule uh, Alluvial. Uh, there was a time can like time thing that happened last minute. So we're here live spontaneously with you once again and uh, brought some, you know, part two guests and brought some close homies all wrapped in one package. What do we call it? The, the Craig beer package. <laughs> like it. Trademark. Yeah, dude. You've been waiting for this kind of episode for a while, Anthony. I know, you know, well, it's like, I, it's actually, you know, going to be maybe a little bit of a challenge too, because we have, you know, nothing to really build on other than just our friendship with this, you know? So it's like, we're just going to have a bro down and then see where it goes, you know, and go live with it. So we can't fuck it up, guys. Jedi Grind's already in the chat. Shout out. What up? Yeah, what up, buddy? What's going What's on, up, buddy? Dog? Yeah, dude. So Greg's over in uh, Denver. Fucking carries down in Santa Cruz. You guys are both guitar players. You, j Greg, just finished recording an album with Legion. That's right. How'd that process go for you, dude? Painful, but done. Yeah, yeah. But that was great. That was great. I want to just to build the intrigue because <laughs> we're live. But no, oh, yeah. Painful multiple ways. Un uneventful. It's done. It's Jesus. <laughs> Painful always comes with making art, though, dude. I, I think that if you didn't go through a little bit of pain and suffering making something, uh, it's probably not the best you could have done with it, you know? Oh, well, that, in that case, dude, it was torture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so it's the awesome. best album ever made. That's what I'm hearing. The more the torture, the more painful it is. Oh, the just, you know, the bodily fluids. Everything. Yeah, was Here's a like question to all you guys. Actually, how many times have you thought about quitting your instrument throughout the time you've been playing it? With the uh, instrument or the or the group? If you're just in the just like the in the moment thing of like fuck this shit, dude. I'm just, done with this fucking just guitar. Just like music, just music. Yeah, just, just all fuck all shit. of it, like, dude. Just I don't even want to listen to Seriously, it. I don't want to say twice. Yeah. Seriously, twice. Yeah. Where you went to bed that night, like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to do it tomorrow, dude. Yeah, well, actually, okay, this is actually a pretty interesting story. Um, so we did, we had a tour with Arsis. Actually, that's the first time I ever met Carrie. That's right. Wow. So, man, I came out to the, sh uh, the show at the Red House, the Red, red Place, the yeah. like <laughs> Walnut Creek or something. Yeah, it was awesome. That was really fun, man. We, we did Chimera and Arsis back to back. And I, being a gigantic Arsis fan, was like, we were ha we had some internal problems with uh, alcohol during that tour. Uh, that doesn't really need to go into detail, but like, literally, I came home from that tour and I was like, I'm done. I'm not gonna do this ever again. Yeah. And then, like a day later, because we had played my hometown for the first like ever, it was the first time we ever did it. I ended up in my high school like alumni newsletter and then Chris Adler hit me up the day after he got it because apparently we went to the same high school and it just told me like Crazy. he loved the band and I was like oh well that kind of damn it you know because I was <laughs> seriously I was like done 
I was like, not going to play electric anymore. I was just going to, I'm like, I guess I'm just going to do classical from here on out. Cause I, <laughs> because of, uh, specifically because of the Arsis tour or because of the yeah. newsletter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, it was just horrible. Yeah. It was, and it had nothing to do with our, it was like, we were, it was ex mortis, a legion and Arsis. And, well, uh, was it specifically because you were like upset with your playing or was it just purely like too much partying or there, was it there was too much partying and that resulted in just like you know physical altercations within band members and just it was horrible like bad bad shows where like you know members couldn't get on stage to play and then we wouldn't get paid and uh like falling off stage, just a horrible, horrible. It was a really rough tour, Damn. and then it was just like between Ex Mortis, who were amazing, and Arsis, who was this was like the the tenth anniversary of Celebration of Guilt. Well, yeah. I know I know they played a Diamond for Disease, which I was very very <laughs> uh, yeah, very yeah. excited That's about. The only one that matters, right? Yeah, yeah no, between, <laughs> no, no, no. Between the two. It was just like we were just sandwiched and I felt like we looked horrible every night and it was it was bad. So there you go. That look, I brought it down. We've only been on live <laughs> for like five minutes. I'm already dragging us down to depression. Dude, no, dude. It's the, it's the Cali Death fucking psychiatrist office. I'm the, here, yeah, dude. Dude. <laughs> we're, we're here for you, man. <laughs> we are. And uh, it was my question that brought you there, dude. So if you're feeling depressed, I apologize. Dude. That's right. I just wanted to know. There's like been times where I just fucking can't get. Anthony's all okay. First question: Have you ever seriously thought about killing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking about my, my situations recently. You know, just like times in the past where I, you know, just couldn't fucking growl, and I'm just like, you know, what? maybe I'm just fucking done with this. But then well, eventually, I step away from it for a little bit, and it comes back. The, the yeah, whole I mean, like. Oh, the whole ahead, response, Jeff. the whole response to seeing something good and being like, that makes me want to quit. Like, I never quite understood that. Like, I don't see myself in competition with those people in a way where I realize, yeah. like, oh, I'll never be that good. It's like, you take I'm it just doing my own thing. And it's not even so much I take inspiration always. I just, I'm like, that's cool that that's what they're doing. But this is like my self-expression and that's theirs. And it's not like things yeah. like impact me in that that way i think it's like a figure of speech for you know yeah like, i think that's more of a joke like, i quit man you're so sick yeah. but it's really like i'm like insanely inspired you know like yeah i yeah. feel it's way that's more kind of what greg is talking about because i've had i think there was one time where i was like pretty like seriously like oh i think i should probably stop doing this and it was after like a particularly bad performance you know what i mean that's when it was mm -hmm. just like that's when I was just like, this is like, I'm no professional. This is stupid. Like, like, I feel like a joke. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it, it wasn't <clears throat> that I felt intimidated by the other people on tour. It was just that I had let myself down by my own performances. Hmm. Right. Or yeah. like I wasn't, I hadn't since that tour, I have a two month window where I get in shape for tour. Yeah. And that tour made me do it. Like I will be overly prepared from here on out. Yeah. Right. That's pretty so much. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like I will never be that good, you know. Yeah. It's more like I just fucking shit the bed. You know. I remember I got kind of burnt out like at the end when I, you know, left decrepit and stuff and you know, I was just going through a lot of stuff in life and changes and stuff and I uh, I remember like having a conversation I was just like with Matt. I was just like, "Dude, like 
I just like I'm I'm so tired of just constantly having to play fast double bass all the time. Like I just need a break, you know. I need like a vacation or something. And he was like, "Well, it's kind of like what we do, you know." <laughs> like I just remember going like, "Yeah, I guess I'm in the wrong van, shit." But now I love doing it again. But it's just funny. I got to a point where I was just so like my feet were just like over it, dude. And like, we were practicing like you know yeah. like three to five times a week sometimes. Like and then yeah. then we go on tour and you're just doing that every night while lack of sleep and stuff like that and i saw you slowly kind of just be over it and just be like fuck this is like this is brutal man like i gotta like get like be all gross and like fucking like rush to get all ready and then just go like really quick and then like (laughs) take it all down and like it was like the cycle that like i mean i felt i feel bad for all drummers on tour i'm just like they're sitting out there they get there they gotta set up their fucking like they're fucking like little fort- I don't, yeah. the I don't little feel, fortress. I don't feel super bad for the drummer of Weezer though on tour. It seems like you know, <laughs> well, I mean, chill job, he's you also know? probably got like nine people setting his shit up. But yeah, like and it's, that. it's like that. I mean, it, like you know, you have to like you have to get all your shit out like way before anyone else does, and then you have to set it all up. It's like this, like oh, I'm gonna make this fortress real quick, and then I'm gonna <laughs> play music on it, <laughs> and then I have to yeah. have to break down my little fort, and then like put it back somehow, like make it not get destroyed in the van, and then like it's just yeah. like this. Yeah. The idea of like setting up like a pillow fort with like blankets and shit like every time on stage all bummed all like fucking it's all like super heavy pillows and shit and you have to use like a piece of tape on like a couple parts because like yeah yeah. like it's all the rugged road you you guys helped me with my kit though i remember like i was gonna say i've been carrying with at least carrying no i would would help put symbols on and shit for him too and I'm like sick of they're all on the wrong stands and I have to switch it. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't fuck with that. <laughs> they weren't like, I don't know. They cool, weren't dude, just go into the proper oh, yeah. tightness yeah. or anything. I, didn't, I never to wanted to get everything. into the like minutia of like I'd be like, yeah. I'll carry the heavy things to the stage. That bag was yeah. fucking heavy, dude, with the symbols in it. Oh yeah. You lug that shit over your shoulder. Dude, bass cabs are go fuck your mother. My favorite oh. moment, <laughs> base yeah. cabs, base cabs like, dude. Those are dude. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm yesterday, from my like, perspective. Well, we, uh, what's his name? Uh, Trevor has is like jamming with this like stoner rock band right now, and he like comes back from practice, and he's like, "Can you help me?" And he's got this Mesa Boogie eight by ten, and the thing is fucking like two hundred pounds. Like, yeah. Like it's like I'm like, dude, you're not. If you ever like tour out anywhere, like this is the this is the dumbest piece of gear I've ever seen. It's like <laughs> this is gonna cause like your van to crash. It's gonna cause like it's like. And carrying yeah. it like literally carrying it for fucking thirty feet, I was like, like sweating. I was like, this is like excessively heavy. Like Ampegs are like a lightweight compared to this. You know, the Mesa is just like we're gonna use like this heavy wood and like the magnets and speakers are gonna be heavier and everything's just gonna be heavier. You know, they like try to push things like to the max. You know, and then it's like, okay, meet the stairs that you, the narrow <laughs> stairs that you have to go down to yeah. get to the stage. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, my, has anybody played the the Cat House in Glasgow? I think it's the cat house. No, no. Dude, it's like three flights of stairs, and each one of the stairs is like 50 stairs, and it's super steep. But it's one of the worst load ins. I've never experienced. It's just like fucking Dracula's castle. Like it's all fucking (laughs) a turret that you have to go down. Uh, Um, Man. Jared, Jared's in the chat. What up, Jared? From Vortex Sword. What's up, dude? (laughs) Sick, dude. I remember helping my Shout brother carry Shout out to Vortex his, Sword. Yeah. His, uh, he had a Rhodes keyboard that he would take out gigging. He lived in LA and in like a tiny apartment. So he'd always be carrying the Rhodes keyboard up and down from his house. That was super annoying. Yeah. yeah. I, as a drummer, I also, I don't know. I feel like when you set up your kit, I haven't toured that much, but it's kind of your Zen moment or your moment of Zen or whatever. And it's just like, 
you're just in the zone and you're just like rehearsing how the set's gonna go and it's kind of like otherwise you have to talk to people i always found that more difficult than just focusing on getting ready so i don't know there's a sweet yeah, spot where it's like you have the you're not rushed to set up but it's like we're gonna go it's not gonna be a super rushed setup we're gonna set up and then we're gonna be able to play you know what i mean like that there is something nice about that where you can just like focus you know you drive in there it, it, i mean as long as you can like go to the bathroom and have a drink of water or something as soon as you get there but like uh yeah no i'm, I'm kind of with you there like the whole like hanging out at the venue for hours and hours before mm -hmm. you go on like you got there too early or you know what i mean there's nothing to do nearby or whatever is uh, i feel like that's that's why most people quit is the, that's what trevor the, was saying it's like the people just Wait, hanging uh, out at the venue like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sick we're there at like four and like doors are at seven and like i mean four is like kind of late maybe so i mean like summer slaughter it's like cool we're there at 11 <laughs> and doors are you know two or three but then like it ends at midnight so you're like all right 13 hours at this place and like it just and then you just drive forever again and then you pack everything yeah you pack everything up drive forever again and just hang out again like before wi-fi i don't even know how the fuck people did that like i mean like that's just like you know the backstage is just like a bunch of people on their laptop like I'm sorry, baby. Like I love you. Like all that stuff. Yeah, but, uh, like, we did this. But, uh, we just yeah. talked to each other. Well, touring yeah. back in the day was and like played hacky sack and you got handed high and fucking started drinking as soon as we could start getting beers from the beer, the bars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, show number like 300. Like after like doing that, yeah. it's just like you're like, yeah. all right, dude. Fuck hacky sack. Like hacky, <laughs> hacky sack can go fuck itself. One thing I'm actually interested in that sucks. I can't elaborate more on it. But my grandfather used to play like for the Grand Ole Opry and stuff back in the day. And my dad said in the 50s, dude was touring, like traveling mm -hmm. around and touring in the 50s. Like, I don't even know, like with like horses, I have no idea. But like, <laughs> like, like, I don't even like he was touring like before, like the term maybe was even out there. You know, he was like traveling state to state, like playing like these country Western shows and shit. And, like, I think they called that uh, call that road work back then you know <laughs> you can probably pack a whole the road into the trunk of a belt in 55 <laughs> bel air dude you probably could yeah. put your whole thing back know. there i guess you just have to use the their equipment seat. you probably have to use their equipment it's just like oh, okay we got a piano and then they bring the guitars like okay we got a, yeah, a house piano, piano that you're gonna use and then and then we have guitars and we have like i guess microphones back then yeah probably yeah. even how it probably it's was like elvis mics days too. Yeah, it's like just everyone like... had cones. They had like traffic cones. They just like sang oh, out not, of them. Not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, that is an interesting idea of just like, yeah, you just show up with, <laughs> you just show up on a Greyhound bus with just your raw talent and you go and just play whatever yep. the fuck they have. Yeah. And shit. I'm so glad that doesn't happen anymore. Thank God. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's all I have to rely on. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, okay, Greg, just sing your heart out. No, no, no. I need my, I had, it's eight strings. I need it. <laughs> Speaking of tours, Greg, do you guys have anything announced yet coming up or is we it still the, in the works? We have the, the, uh, oh man, I don't even remember what it's called. Some, some death thing. Yes. It's in November. Uh, Archspire and Rivers of Nile headline. Oh, damn. I did see that. Oh, we face, is it Faces of Death or some shit? Yeah, Faces of Death. There we go. Like the yeah. whole VHS tapes that used to like be yeah, so precious, they ruined your VCR. My age is showing. Um, <laughs> that that's like the sickest lineup I've ever seen on a tour, dude. Like, I think it's gonna get canceled. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> the best response ever. Oh my god! I mean, but it, all the tours around us, 
they're all folding and I, I, we're like holding out but i was i was gonna bring this up because i was just um screwing around i went on like lamb goat or something just to be like yeah i wonder if there's anything to talk about like news wise and it's just like <laughs> i did see that where it was like wow there's a lot of tours getting announced like people are trying to get the fuck back on the road and then it would be like but the most recent stuff is like tour canceled tour canceled turk you know and i was like uh yeah. like what is this you know i wonder I, I mean it's just it's because it's european tour i don't think it's you like i don't think that would happen in the u.s because of our yeah okay oh yeah. i see okay What's that that one that was announced in France? That crazy thing everyone's talking about. Oh, the hell fest! Like every band in the world's playing it, basically. I went. Like, I, look, oh, I did a deep like dive on it. I did a deep dive on it, and uh, like it looked way cooler than I think it actually is. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to say. Like I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I can see like this this big band's playing this band, and then like, I looked at the small ones, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." They play here Wait, all the time. Oh, there there are too. some there are some <laughs> amazing hilarious names that I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> say yeah once i find them brain ass my, my eyes are so bad dude there would be so it would take me so long to look at that flyer all right hit hit me hit me no disrespect well, to any of these bands i wish brain yeah. ass was playing because they're fucking rad yeah brain <laughs> ass is actually they're great they're good Harry's basically saying that because if he laughs at a name he doesn't want them to feel bad hey man if we're no all offense. just we're all just doing our best yeah. out here you know we're all, we're all yeah. just we're, having we're, fun we're i'm not feel, here to talk shit we're a feel-good podcast but know? if it's yeah, a yeah, really yeah. funny name i will laugh yeah now, we're so. gonna laugh dude yeah, there's, there's gonna I be some be, happy accidents it might okay. have some might have some things to say about it yeah it's okay brain brain <laughs> ass is that i'm a, still, is that still a, real ass is a real thing yeah they're a great they're a good band from indonesia it's shot, that's what trevor from Seriously. black dahlia fucking brought up on here but the, if you they, listen to them on youtube check them out they're they're fucking they're good i know See, that's really why good. i don't want to yeah. i don't want to make fun of anybody too hard you know what i mean that's just the like, name like, sounds like a weird Whatever. twist on butthead i think i already said that but it's true <laughs> like that's the first thing that comes <laughs> brain ass head. butt brain i think it's a good name i think it's funny but i also think it's a good name there's nothing it's wrong got, with the name. There's, some, there's something about the way it sounds when you say it. <laughs> it's, it's real special. Yeah. Brain ass. Okay. Um, damn, I got to squint to read this shit. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, rectal. So um, it's it's rectal schmegma. And then and then uh, nice. right right under them on the same day, same same stage is brutal sphincter <laughs> Fuck yeah dude i think hey, i'm gonna like sphincter. all these actually Those are great. yeah you get some shirts brutal sh brutal <laughs> sphincter dude yeah I'm, but dude okay I'm deeds of flesh it. we can we can we talk about deeds of flesh dude that's that so sick yeah that's that awesome was, that was an awesome surprise i mean obviously i'm not going but maybe yeah. there'll be some cool footage that somebody gets you know with with fucking jacoby doing the being just the front man that's gonna be crazy dude first time in so, 14 years or whatever because yeah. i was asking you guys about that so he confirmed that he's singing jacoby yeah On i can Facebook read you that that also the post yeah i'll pull yeah. what he said up. i didn't i don't see that um that, that's crazy to, to think about seeing that it's gonna be sick dude with craig and ivan right and then with darren on drums right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, that lineup from the, the the new album. I think that's that's all just kind of what we're assuming because mm -hmm. the only person who said anything more, uh, like Mike Hamilton announced it, but he's not yeah. the drummer. So right, you know, we're not sure. But but Jacoby right. did say like I will be. Let me read it exactly. Hold on. It could really be Mike or Darren, but he did the new album. He was, said after Mike's, fourteen Mike's years, it's just... time to get back on the stage and pummel some crowds. Um. 
funny that'll Remember. be the biggest opportunity of our musical career sounds well, like it's him that's uh jacoby jacoby's post cool. yeah yeah sick grab mike's that'll still be... just like you know kind of like a deeds of flesh spokesman i would say yeah you know? he just like didn't he set up a booth somewhere recently he was slanging that deeds merch yeah joel likes booths <laughs> <laughs> so on tour i would uh never mind um i would get lonely and i found out about booths mm, those kinds of booths i wanted to know what booths were. and oh. so i went to a couple of them because i was being a good boyfriend at the time yeah. and i was like i'm gonna get this demon out of my body before mm-hmm. i make a decision that i'm gonna regret mm-hmm. and people would go do their thing and i would go to like the most disgusting area in the world and then hate myself walking out there. And, and then I did it what, a couple times and I was like, that's what? disgusting. You said that someone was watching you one time. You thought, whoa, I'm confused. No. Con- wait, I'm confused. You, did. you so, said that, dude. You were like, I think someone was watching me. I don't, I'm not down. Anymore. Were you like, <laughs> dude, was just, were you like in Times Square in circa 1978? Like, where do you <laughs> find booths? Dude, there was there was booths. I mean, there's I don't know. Booths. There's booths. Wait, any kind of. <laughs> Oh, Greg, just, just to clarify, just... yeah, you know, a random you. place you'd find a random place in Dave Ellips in this. <laughs> is, no, is it's that just, what, it's that's just, that what I'm hearing? Just removing FaceTime, just no but, FaceTime, but just, just like him, I was though. practicing. It's like what Dave Ellison did to practice for that. I was. It's like before a big concert, like yeah. he he knew a bunch of people were gonna watch, so he wouldn't, you know, tried his you know ropes out. For, you know, okay, anyways. okay, I I just was so confused, like. I think that's what he's saying, but is that what he's saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Dirty old there's, Dave. There's a Mr. Show sketch that's like a, a porn store that's owned by a, like a family, like a two parents and a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like just random people come in and he has like the, family the, side hip, the side hip change dispenser because people need to get change for their <laughs> bills so they can go into the booths and shit. Damn. So dude's like trying to buy the property. And then when they say, no, I'm not going to, we're not going to sell. He's just like stands there for a second. He's like, can I get change please? <laughs> and he goes and jerks off in the room too. It's like, I mean, dude, I wonder if there's. Still I don't booths. want to be like, the dude who has to clean those motherfuckers for sure. You literally like have a phone that's a booth now. Like if you need that. Like back then, like I can maybe see that, but like if you're going to a booth now, that's fucking weird. You're that really is weird. weird. Like you're that's doing like, like you're doing it to be like in public. Now that's it's like a, a that's like, like a separate kink. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I think I had cleaning a, it is a kink too. I had yeah, a I would, say that, I would say that's probably right, dude. The guy yeah. who. who or gal who decides that that's their career. Yeah. So, Carrie, what kind of guitar you got behind you there? What's going on over there? What's um, a booth? I it's a, still it's a segue. It's a sex yeah. booth 6,000, dude. That's how, <laughs> that's how we do it here. <laughs> we, we were joking about like Abrupt starting. Right. We, we were talking about the podcast and we were thinking of ideas and we were, th- we were joking about having some music like at the Oscars and someone's like talking too long about a topic that's like just the music starts. And it's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, anyways. So, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play you off. Yeah. I think we Start had playing the like Titanic theme song. Yeah, like, exactly. It's just like. It's like no, I'm not kind of fades in, yeah. But yeah, or the, best, the better one would be like the Jurassic Park theme song. It's like, da, na, 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 <laughs> you know, just faded. That'd in be funny. You know. <laughs> You'd get a copyright strike for that, though. I'm afraid. Hmm. No, we should write our own. Like, I don't know how YouTube works. Similar song or something. <laughs> I just rode the Jurassic World ride two days ago. I was in Universal. Oh yeah, how was so, Universal, dude? Oh yeah, it was sick, dude. Let's compare First vacations. Kids, where were you, where'd you go? Uh, Catalina Island. Oh, fuck. That's a pretty good one, dude. 
Yeah, I, I just took the kids down Universal. to Disneyland and uh, Universal Studios for a couple of days. Did the masks in Disneyland. I actually went mask free in Universal Studios. I was like, I'm outside most of the time. You know, I still had it in the back pocket just in case I was going in. But even when I like walked in some places, I didn't. I was just like, fuck it, dude. Just I'm vaccinated. Yeah. They say I could be without a mask, so I'm fucking gonna do it. And I felt awesome, dude. It felt cool yeah. just to fucking be like. I could smile at people. How long do you think people see my smile? How long do you think people are going to? Because I I went to a brewery yesterday and um, I brought just brought it in my pocket, but I knew that the the whatever was lifted. Yeah, yeah. The order was lifted on the fifteenth in California. Everyone, everyone knows that. So I went. I was like, I was like, if I see people wearing masks, I'm going to put on a mask because I don't want to be that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of doing the same (laughs) thing. I'm like, I don't. That's why I had in my back pocket. But dude, and I showed up and like, like everyone that was like, it was like half and half, and I was like, Mm. fuck, this is a predicament. It's been like over (laughs) a decade. (laughs) It's going to be a minute. That backlot tour is still dope. I'm kind of upset that they changed the King Kong section of it. it used to be just a huge gigantic animatronic king kong and that's that was so fucking scary but cool to me as a kid now it's just like screens and there's a badass battle between king kong and a bunch of dinosaurs and shit i haven't seen any of the new movies so i guess he fights dinosaurs now but it's like he's been fighting dinosaurs since 2005 dude come on oh sorry dude Yeah, that was the first time I went in there, dude. Got my my son's wand picked out a wand. They got some cool interactive sections of the park where you stand on a spot and wave it around and it actually manipulates shit around them, like fire coming out of a chimney on the building in front of them or fucking shit. Yeah, Yeah, dude, it was really cool. And they they did you do the roller coaster? Did that, did fucking, yeah, did as much as we could in one day, dude, for sure. That's a good coaster, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the coaster and the the you know, the one where you're flying around inside and there's you know screens sometimes where, see it's like that's how I, how I explain it there's a screen here and then all of a sudden it's not a screen and then it's real shit animatronics and then back to screen shit again yeah 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 but yeah but you, I cool. didn't know you were going to Disneyland too dude. I thought yeah, you were went, just going to Universal, but you we were like, like jam packed it. Yeah, we jam packed like three days. And dude, I saw some footage of uh, uh, the line going in on the fifteenth when everything was lifted, and uh, it went fucking blocks down Harbor, and like most of those people didn't realize that you still need to have a reservation to get in right they're all we'll just show up massive amount of people got turned away i felt like fuck dude like imagine being the mom and dad bringing their kid to disneyland you know first time after a pandemic whatever and then they get turned away at the fucking front dude they like drove all the way from arizona and just like like flipping off the kids like fuck you get out of here you ruined our marriage but no nah, it was it was it was cool it was like our first ever vacation we would go up to rockland that's like the only thing that we would do during this whole thing you know so yeah. it was cool to get out there the kids have a ton of fun dude and it's always the best watching them do it so did you all get taken to disneyland when you were kids because i was taken as a kid yeah, and i loved it I was. So. yeah i went no i never went dude uh, I'm just kidding. That, yeah, right. I, I live like, like 40 minutes away. I, <laughs> I know, that Greg, was awesome. Greg, Greg, Greg is out of the state. There so are people you like that. Have you been to Disneyland, Greg? You would always go to Disney World. World. Yeah, oh. closer to Disney World. Okay. Fancy. Which is basically, it is a city. It's like fucking 47 huh. mile, square miles or some shit. Don't they have like alligators on the property and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 
Gotta watch out. I think a kid got it's eaten. Newer, yeah. dude. It's Disney newer. World is oh, like a newer than Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disneyland's oh, OG. Oh yeah. 1955, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Actually, hit yeah. up uh, Anthony today about going to Disneyland. I was like, I want to just go to Disneyland for my fucking birthday. Like, you know, like who go? I don't haven't been to Disneyland since I was five. I'm, dude, like, then you definitely the haven't well, seen California Adventure, which is like. Let's go More together, dope, dude. I'll join you. There. And that's the how they get you. They're like, there. I was like, I want to go to Disneyland. They're like, oh, there's California Adventure now. Like, mm-hmm. dude, it's all. Do you want to add on to that ticket? It's I like, know, oh, cool. Dude. My tickets are now get a hopper bucks a piece. I'm I like, know, oh, but just sick. treat it like Vegas, dude. Just say you got a set amount of money that you know you're not coming home with, and then you're good. You know, yeah. yeah. Just yep. be step, be ready for like fucking two hundred bucks plus a day for eating, probably for you and another person. Yeah, dude, I want to go to and Disneyland. drinks because in California you can California Adventure you could drink and they got cocktails, beers all over that fucking park. Fuck yeah, do it. Cali Def live from Disneyland, dude. I think that yeah. like the U.S. I government should place. like give a voucher to every American of a free trip to like either Disneyland or Disney World, like yeah. <laughs> instead of like a you know little, like, dude, and, Cali, and Cali going Death with Adventure. a child, dude. <laughs> Go with the child. Like, if you got a friend that fuck it, or a yeah. nephew, niece, whatever, if you don't or have just take any child, own. you know, any child, grab a random child, take them to Disneyland, dude. Oh, the kids would be stoked for sure. Yeah, yeah dude, that'll last. Interject that'll last. That this is this is like a death metal podcast, and you guys have been talking about Disneyland for like I was, ever. I was gonna make a joke about it's that. It's fresh on my mind. I literally drove seven hours to get right, It's close to our hearts. It's Cali death. It's Pop the Cali Where's my, where's my yeah. Jurassic Park music, dude? Oh, like I, said, I got oh hey, uh, Jerry, what's that guitar you have behind you? <laughs> <laughs> There's the well, new thing. Exactly, yeah. What I really want to talk about is this nice red box full of yeah, Schmied project <laughs> folders that I just got off of Amazon. That thing's nice, dude. I like them. They have good, uh, you know, you got your project description, your notes, and then you have nice. a good scheduling block right on the folder where you can access it. You can see it right, you know, in your car. Perhaps it's over on the other side of your desk. Um, line them up so you can see exactly what projects you have, and I highly recommend them. And uh, they're uh, Snow Floyd Rose, so you know it's they don't you don't have to tune, tune them so much. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so to go back to the live shit, I wanted to ask a, uh, like the opposite question: where Where's the one show that you think you came off the stage feeling like the most badass motherfucker after playing a gig? All of us. Or oh, maybe not me. I, I'm just here. Well, guess first. <laughs> uh, I, I'll I I can't think of anything specific, but we did that real, like, short run with Whitechapel. It was like our first like little run of shows that we did, <clears throat> and that was I had completely over prepared, and uh, the you know the crowds were big, you know what I mean, and I uh, felt like we played those shows really well. I thought they all went really really well. Like we played the well, we played the whiskey with cattle and that was really good too. But um, it's funny because the, <laughs> this is so horrible, but you know, it's the, 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 the bad performances stick with me more than the, like the really good, the really good ones that I should remember. You know mm. what I mean? I think that's, yeah. A lot of us are like that for sure. When you fuck up the most, when you fuck up or whatever, it's always going to stick with you more than, the sick ones, but like uh, where it's like you're in a room and you, it's like everybody's energy is working, everybody's on. Like, you guys have any specific like 
Very big Lego one. I have a couple actually. Like the my first memory when we played uh, the Red House where we met Carrie, it was like we just did a headlining tour, and uh, so the whole room was a circle pit, and then people yeah. were coming up with no pants, no shoes. They all <laughs> lost them in the pit. They all started circling. They charged the stage the last song and did a circle pit around the band as we were playing on the <laughs> stage. That was sick. We played Ozfest. We crushed Ozfest. That was good. Nice. And I think if our second show on seventy thousand tons of metal, uh, I have never really seen anything like that. That we overflowed the venue and they were moshing in the like big hall of the cruise ship around the elevators. <laughs> Because we, we overflowed it. We were right between, we played right after Psychroptic and right before Revocation. And like, I, I think we had the crowd on that three. And it was like very intimidating playing after Psychroptic. And then you're glad you're playing before Revo. But it, like, based on the crowd, I, I like, I felt really good about that. They ripped the ceiling off the cruise ship. Jeez, and Jesus. I've had to sign pieces of the cruise ship like around the world. And it was like a conveyor belt of taint because everybody's like fucking wearing kilts and shit. And it's just like balls, like <laughs> level as everybody's crowd surfing, like the, the security down front's getting like teabagged, catching people. What's the cruise line that runs that Jesus. or does that? I mean, it's got to be a, a promoter or a promotional company that rents that shit to do that. So they're renting. Yeah, from a I know it's a million dollar deposit for them. And I'm I don't remember the name of the company. No. Well, my wife used was the PR director for for seventy thousand tons. Like a, oh no, kidding. A while back. So that's yeah, crazy. that's God. I I God. I forget all the cool shit you guys have done. Sometimes I mean I remember a bit most of it, but I I was like right seventy thousand tons. I was talking to uh, Riley about that a little bit too at one point. I was like God, that's right. You guys did that. That's so fucking awesome. Would you go back and do it again? uh yeah it was kind of weird i think the guys had more fun than me i was super sick i think i had a bladder infection like on the cruise ship Not really. so That's i was in fun. massive amounts of pain so i was like slamming advil and just like trying to be the most positive guy like i'm not gonna let this shit ruin my time but it was yeah. still kind of rough but getting to play with like carcass and overkill and yeah testament you know it was like it was really cool Scar Symmetry was right next to uh, my room too, and like we, you know, I broke down with them many times. So that was That's like so cool. cool. Yeah, That's so cool. Yeah, when when Wilson, yeah. it's like, hey, would you like to go get dinner? And you know, he's like, <laughs> yes, yes, I would. You know, go talk about epic courses over <laughs> dinner. <laughs> we'll do the buffet. Yeah. That, Fuck yeah. That, that's awesome. that last Scar Symmetry album I fucking fell in love with and just listened to it nonstop for like three months. And I hadn't heard anything from them before that album. I still really haven't gone back to that, but just that one more recent album that's supposed to be the first in like a trilogy or some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's such a good album. Yeah. yeah. The, what is it? The Singularity? Is that what yeah. It's yeah. 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 Shit's sick. So Shout is out. it like three to three or four days on the cruise ship? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's I think it's four, maybe. Well, yeah, it's three. Three. And it just goes up. Where does it take off from? 
Miami. Oh, okay. So it's Western Maybe? Caribbean. I don't. Yeah, it was. It was a weird. It was. It was a great experience for sure. But where's yeah, the, but, does it have any like? Where's the spots? Where's the, the spots that it stopped? Did it stop port anywhere? We went to order? Haiti. Oh, okay. So Labadee, Haiti. Which, yeah, that's where I've been. I've been there. Isn't it? Is it that Labadee's owned by? Carnival? Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean. So yes, yeah. Royal Caribbean is. The, I was prepared for anything. I, I was like, I think the island's owned by Nestle. Yeah, they're back. I'll be right back. Go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's totally owned by them. So they set up a, a spot for them to drop people off and go buy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go drink beers and sit on their beach is actually pretty dope there though, and there's some cool yeah. stuff you could do there drink out of a coconut yeah <laughs> first time i actually saw greg was a play live was at the holy diver in sacramento you remember that yeah I with i forget who you were playing with but that crowd was fucking crazy i, I was like literally like getting my like i was right next to the mosh pit and i was like was, was that the cattle goat whore Whitechapel? chapel i don't think so i don't think so no that was a that was a different one it was I have no idea. I think it might have been, it was Entheos playing too or something? Might have been Entheos. I don't even know. I forget. There was like multiple Friends bands playing. Rings of Saturn? Yes. Yes. They okay. played. And like, was it like Lorna Shore or something? I don't even know. Okay. Some, like, I went, to the, I went I to the, the yeah. Chain Reaction Sounds about show right. of that tour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I was that Necrogoblicon? Yeah. yeah. Necrogoblicon. Yeah, 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 yeah. How was, what's up with that? I haven't really listened to them much. I just know that they're kind of like a Got kind of a shtick and like a funny a front man. Kind right? of a cool name. Yeah, it's kind of like Babacon. it's it's almost got a power metal type, mm-hmm. ha- like happy vibe to it. They're good. Yeah. They're great guys. Would you yeah. call that a pun? That's not a pun. It's like a play on words or necrogoblicon, necronomicon. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, they have a goblin. <laughs> like, I know who's the goblin. They're not supposed to know. Whoever they get, I remember one time. (laughs) Never mind. I'm not going to tell this story. (laughs) I'll say at the show I went to. Talk about that story off the live. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Making up. Got to censor ourselves here. We're live, guys. Yeah, they had a gnarly fan base that came out to that show for sure. Like when Necrogoblicon came on, people were going wild for it, and I'm not a fan, so I was like, oh, okay, like. That's what these guys are here. No, me for. too. I was very surprised at like the the fan reaction and everyone running up like they're on and people like running upstairs and shit. And I'm like, I just I've never heard of them. I thought it was like a black metal band or something. I was like, had no idea. I'm like, I know it's like kind a, of like a like almost like a, I always thought of like band of orcs or something, which is like a yeah. local band here. Can we where people dress can we give them a shout out. I played shows with them. Those guys were pretty sick. Band but of orcs, yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we should guys, get one of those dudes on at some point to talk Cali Death history. If he, they got to come in, come on with full costumes on though. That would be <laughs> totally awesome and totally accepted. That would be rad. They, <laughs> yeah. uh, they, just do it in the heat of the summer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah right. Like, get them, you know, like August. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, they oh, they uh, put together this like Santa Cruz underground metal compilation or scum compilation, and we went over that. to their. Uh, studio and Kanos recorded a song for that and we hung out with those guys so yeah no i think i actually listened like had that or something yeah mm-hmm. um uh, so, so 
I have oh, a yeah, beer here. All right, we're going to beer tasting. Yeah. Oh, I, I have a drink as well. Okay, why don't you go grab it? I have a beer too. I'm priming with a claw right now, dude. <laughs> I, I can't go Reno's fuck the Yo, whole way through. I, did you did you pour a white claw into a glass? Dude, I went wine <laughs> tasting one time and on the bus we had beers in the same glass, dude. It's chill, dude. Okay. It's a nice glass. I'm just it actually clear. washed it out it's now. Like, it's clear. It looks like a glass of water. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what oh, um, I should have just said it was water. The holy grail of seltzers. Dude. Oh, you got the Topo Chico or whatever. Oh, like that. Yeah, I saw pineapple. those being advertised down there. We haven't, I haven't seen them up here yet. Have you, Joel? No, I didn't know. Yeah. Ever since that, uh, the cupcake episode, I never even heard of it, and I'm seeing them everywhere now. Well, because it wasn't it just a regular salt, like regular mineral water company, and then they jumped on the seltzer wagon. Yeah, and and that's a better way to get in than a beer company switching over. I think like they I had agree, the mineral actually. thing down, so they just like add a little, you know, splash of. It's like when Coors does, it's like, dude, it's Coors Seltzer. Everyone's like, dude, get the fuck out. Exactly. Bud Light Seltzer. It's like, I just think of the way Coors and Bud Light taste. And I'm like, I don't want that mixed with my seltzer. It could be the best tasting thing ever. I'd still be like, I don't know. It's like a stale beer. Like, could you take your logo off? The new joke is that is that Coors and all that. That's just like beer flavored seltzer water. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally pretty good. One of them's trying to push like an organic thing too. Recently, I'm like, wait, it's like one of those Coors Bud. Somebody's trying to do an organic. (laughs) Try our organic malt liquor. Yeah, organic uh, steel reserve, dude. (laughs) What's next? Is it like the? Is it gonna be? What's that? Uh, that shit that like babies drink to hydrate what's it called the electrolyte or pedialyte pedialyte they're gonna do like are they gonna do pedialyte like alcohol next is that the next spiked pedialyte pedialyte. i'm getting this weird signal like hold on uh where's this coming from i'm getting hold on a second Uh, i am not hearing anything what is it Um, i'm seeing that smirk oh 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 wait maybe oh oh, oh, shit oh look at this oh i can't hear you but i can't wait there he is Oh, we got there someone we go. else on here. Can I Yay, hear what's up, buddy? Guys? Hold on one second. Let me, let me fuck with my mic. We hear you. That's a big mic. That's a fucking <laughs> thick mic, dude. What you use? SM7000. That's a big old Some thick intimidating mic. girth you got going on there, dude. <laughs> so uh, for the audio <laughs> listeners, Riley McShane just uh, magically appeared on the McShane episode. McShane in the membrane. And, what up, uh, Riley? Yeah. What's going on, dude? I don't know. Now, now it's officially us. a party. Oh. I don't know if you can hear us. I, I see technical difficulties face happening. That's yeah, right. I can't so. hear you guys for some reason. I'm yeah. blown out, blowing is, the whole thing. Sorry, oh, it's all good. <laughs> we'll just keep going. Breaking the fourth wall. When you can, when when he can hear, everybody call him Doctor Trashcock. That is a good. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Oh. Oh, Look at that picture. Well, they have the, why does they have a picture of the singer of Killswitch Engage as his main thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, Dr. Trashcock. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. He's worked for that respect. <laughs> <laughs> How long has he had that name? We were playing a metal fest in fucking what, the Netherlands? Or something like that. I don't remember. I just remember the green room and him having a trash can on his cock. <laughs> there you go. We were just talking about nails. 
Wait, like, like just in general? They sit with us, and I don't know. It was Dr. Trash Dog. That's how it became. If that's what he <laughs> is in my phone. Dr. Trash Dog. That is my name. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I can hear you Dr. Guys Trash Dog. There he is. <laughs> doctor, doctor, dude. Speak of the devil. Doctor. It's doctor. The doctor. Yeah, buddy. I feel like Carrie's been calling me Dr. McShane for a long time, too. I don't know where all this started. <laughs> I, might, I might have thrown a, a Doc McShane at you. Doc yeah. Shane, dude. Doc Shane. Shane. I thought it was like West Coast Lightning. No, that's Carrie. Oh. Carrie's Pacific Coast Lightning. Oh. <laughs> Pacific I was, uh, Coast, Coast Lightning. I think I was Mad Dog or some shit. That's right. It was yeah, Mad, it was Mad, Mad, Mad Dog McShane or something. <laughs> one thing I actually, uh, I love the interactions between Riley and his dad on Facebook. It's probably one yeah, of the funny. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I just love his dad comes in with like some sarcastic, like shit talking thing, like all like super, like all these undertones. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and like just Riley's response to it, it's like has like the same thing just shot right back. It's perfect. I love yeah. it. Dude, yeah, it was that no. time we played in San Diego and your dad held up the signs. Yeah, yeah, we played <laughs> nice. at the House of Blues in San Diego, and my dad brought like signs that were like this big that I said know. like, like you were supposed to be a doctor. Like I'm just so disappointed. <laughs> like this is like a packed fucking show at the fucking House of Blues, oh. with, like Chapel and Cattle Decap, and like there's my dad off to the side, That's just like, can you turn it down? Straight, Don't you know any nice songs? And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> You're you Fuck, when you used to funny, snap dude. when you used to do the screenshots of you and your dad's text conversations. I'd always yeah. giggle at those, dude. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he like. He let it go to his head, and one day, it was actually right after the signs thing. One day, he like added like all six hundred people who liked that post. He added me. Yeah, for sure. And uh, but then, like, that's fine. Like, whatever. Like, you know, boost your friends list. I don't care. But the thing is, is that he would then start to like, you know, post his like, you know, boomer fucking posts that he makes. Mm. But then, like, start arguing with like fans, and yes. so I had to like check him a few times and be like, "Dad, like, if you're gonna add half my fucking friends list, you can't start like political debates with them because you're making me lose fans. Like, <laughs> stop it." So yeah, oh, I, I stopped posting the screenshots. He's he's in timeout for the next ten years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Isn't that kind of their so their generation doesn't know how to separate that? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess well, I'm, I'm not thing, saying yeah. personally your dad, but it sounds like my dad would do the same thing, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's just their generation, dude. They, the Facebook, Facebook boomer, yeah, yeah. Facebook is like their that's their Thunderdome, dude. The boomers, <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. That's like they fucking <laughs> throw down. One, like, one man uh, two men leave. They're like, there's only fucking two genders. Prove me, you know. They'll just fucking <laughs> go over just throwing haymakers, dude. All day long. You look good, man. No, you Thanks, do look man. good. Like I, I, we, I mean, we saw each other relatively recently, but you, it looks like you've lost quite a bit of weight, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I came home and immediately just started like hitting it super hard at the gym, and uh, nice. Not at the gym, but like at my home home gym, and then I like went <laughs> yeah. on like this really strict like vegan whole food diet, and uh, yeah, I lost a pretty considerable amount of weight pretty quick. I can, <laughs> I see you with the uh, the shaker right yeah uh well this is this is fucking g fuel uh okay it's fucking like uh it's neurotropic a fucking with the new pedialyte seltzer or something <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's uh it's my fucking it's my white claw i just put it in this to look healthy uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nootropics uh you fucked with the nootropics huh oh yeah 
Yeah, Dude, yeah. when you got a clean diet, you notice those things for sure. If you're eating shitty, those things just fucking pass right through but if you're like clean eating dude no doubt nootropics fucking work dude yeah no it's uh it's really good for focus i'm like i was in the middle of like ending my work day i've been like putting in 12 14 hours every day since i pretty much got home because i was just like away from the office for a month and a half because i was out recording the record and then uh you know, came, came back and like immediately started moving. So I've just been putting in, in putting in hours trying to get things back on track. And, uh, this shit helps like a lot. It's like so good for focus. It's like, is there a lot of caffeine in there too? It's yeah. It's got a lot of caffeine for sure. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm super got... focused. It's weird, dude. I don't know. Like, I'm <laughs> no, well, it's got 700 milligrams of caffeine and it's got like a, a little bit of Adderall, but I drink so much fucking caffeine that it's like, I I need it to like have my brain function at all. Yeah, see, you know, I could, yeah. dude. I could drink a, cu- a cup of coffee at nine, fall asleep at nine thirty. Yeah, you know? yeah. If coffee, I'm tired, coffee it doesn't me, matter. Coffee has more of the effect of like a warm beverage to me than it does of like the caffeine in it. It's yeah, like co- yeah. ca- coffee makes me sleepy because I'm like, oh, it's yeah. so. It's so warm. It's comforting. It's like having, like, a, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm telling you. You got, you got to go cold brew, dude. And cold yeah. brew, not iced coffee. You go cold brew. You got the extra <laughs> caffeine. Plus, you can have a pitcher of it in your fridge. And you just yep. fucking hit that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> You're just flying. So, Joel, yeah, so, Joel while, I was, while I was up or out in Denver, uh, they had this, like, sweet tea with lemon flavored bang, and it was, like, the best thing I've ever had in my entire fucking life. I've, like, I've, I've had it. They, they've had, they have it some, in some places around here, too. I, like, but haven't been able to find it since I've been back home. I'm actually, what I have a weird like, my flavor is the strawberry something one. It's, like, the red one. It's, like, a newer one just came out. I know it's weird, but it tastes like a fucking, like, a popsicle or something. And I'm like, <laughs> but, the, but I know which one you had. Actually, it tasted dude, all chemically to me, though. That's that, what's that crazy about one. those really? things, dude, is that yeah. they taste like, like a bunch of different candies I've had in my childhood. So, like, trying to hit people with, like, nostalgia through flavor, but yeah. with the chemicals and the fucking and i bought it like a 12 pack of it thinking like fuck yeah this is like my fucking flavor and i'm like there's one that tastes like, like fucking uh, uh sour patch kids or some shit yeah yeah that, yeah dude. but day like, like day number five in a row of any flavor you're just like all right i need to fucking mix so, this up a little bit so not to be the 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 spokesperson for g fuel here but uh <laughs> the one i'm drinking right now is called bahama mama because they name them good. they name them stupid shit because it's an energy drink mm-hmm. but it's like a it's like a like a mango orange pineapple coconut thing and it's fucking so good. Dude, All their flavors are like that. They have like a peach crumble one that's just like mm, mm. I was I was over at Stansel's today doing Norwegian shit. And uh, I I got home super late from from the sand dunes yesterday. And he he like I had to have something because I was half asleep. And it was fine until the very end. Yeah, <laughs> and then I thought I was gonna puke. Like, what did you? What did you have? Like, it was just like water, water, water. It was that what you're drinking. Oh, G Fuel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what all the G's drink, the, dude. dude. Oh, you're the, saying you got that, the powder that, at the bottom or something? The bottom. It tasted like nothing until I got to the very end. If, if you look you real shake closely, it well you enough, can, dude. You can kind of see it. There's like a little like wire ball in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like. 
that's, that's what you need. Because so I do my protein food, shakes and shit. It like clumps and then like sinks to the bottom, and then yeah, you get like a fucking big old mouthful of fucking yeah. crack powder at the bottom of your drink, and you're just well, like, yeah. oh no, yeah, you gotta shake it, dude. It didn't work <laughs> until the end. Yeah, and then suddenly I was up uh, for yeah. some weird <laughs> reason. <laughs> like, like Joel always says, you gotta shake it, dude. Yeah, gotta just shake that, it. shake that thing, dude. Shake it. No, those, those. I mean, even with the, uh, I mean, you guys probably messed around with like the the pre workout and shit. Like those have, I mean, they even make the C four like energy drinks now. And I remember I, I was like, oh, C four. I remember that was like a gnarly like fucking like buzz when I would have one. And yeah. I had one recently, and it just same thing. Like you drink it, and then you start itching. You're like, yeah, oh. yes. <laughs> like, like, that's my yeah, experience. Like, with it what, gives what me workout. a weird itch, dude. I, I remember. Uh, it's I, I, I read up Similar on it. Like I remember when opiates, that first started dude, happening. Like no, issues. it's some sort of like I forget what it was. It was some sort of it's it's a part. It's a, the CO two whatever the fuck they put in or something like that. It, there's something that they put in it that makes you itch and like it's a oh it's beta alanine. That's what it is. Okay. That's okay. what it is. I, yeah. I do remember that. I only yeah. drink fucking alpha alanine, dude. I'm not fucking <laughs> bad joke. Um, so just t- straight test this testosterone. <laughs> The steroids. It makes me like yeah, yeah, a and your balls shrink and you just want to fuck everything. It's terrible. Uh, Has there been like a recent like renaissance of energy drinks? Because I feel like I've never was got super into them, but I feel like there was a ton of them back in like 2009, like a bunch of dumb ones. And then it all just became like Monster and like well, Rockstar and so, like a couple. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm seeing dumber ones again. A, a, lot, of, a lot of the dumber mm-hmm. ones, like during that era, they were still kind of like untested, right? So you'd have kids... You'd have like high school kids drinking like fucking red lines and having heart attacks. Yeah. And like right. that was the four loco business Dude, too. Those red yeah. lines are fucking what, it's like it's like four five of hour energies or some shit. Well, red line red line turned into bang. That's what bang is yep. uh, it's like it's it's the, the the guy, which I don't know if you guys saw the meme that was floating around a little while ago, but like someone apparently decided to look up what the CEO of Bang looks like. And uh, he looks—he oh, looks exactly like he looks like, like how well new metal albums from the late '90s have aged. Like he looks <laughs> like he never left that, but has been like doing diet cocaine in the form of caffeine. Diet cocaine. Like, <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh my god. Uh, I mean. They're they're addictive though. I mean, also too with bangs and stuff like that. That's pretty much what I stick to is bangs. But like, I literally like I'm drinking them. I'm like, it's I, th- I feel like it's like psychosomatic mainly. It's not even like after I'm like used to it so much. I'm, it's like I'm drinking them every morning. Like starting off my like, all right, I got to get like the most caffeine I can at once to like look. Especially nowadays working remotely, like I just have my manager like staring at me, and I'm just like, yeah. oh. I have to be like, <laughs> you know, like I have just bags under my eyes and shit. Like I'm like, I got to drink a bang to like get back to baseline. But it's literally like, I could drink one of those and go to bed for sure easily. Yeah. Like nowadays, you know, which that's yeah. scary. Tolerance, you know, that's all it is. But 300 milligrams of caffeine doesn't doesn't go as far as it used to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Creatine was kind of helping a little bit, but then <laughs> then it wasn't working out, and they just gave me tits. <laughs> I just want to say I don't relate to any of this. I like drink less than fifty milligrams of caffeine a day. Jesus, I, what? I, you're a you're a very how, healthy person. How do you how do you take prototype? your caffeine? Uh, just black coffee, but just like four ounces or less. Whoa, yeah. what? Yeah, that was no. yeah. a cup once. of coffee. A cup of coffee is like hundred seventy five milligrams. I'm starting to be able to drink it and not be wired all day. So I'm starting to get into where I can because it used to be I would drink yeah. try to like 
get hyped and whatever. And I would just be like anxious. Now I'm like yeah, able sure. to drink it and not be as anxious. So I might go down that route, but I'm already 30. It's not like I'm going to just, you know, I, I feel know. like you spiral out. You still I got feel time. like it's, it's safe to say based off of like how like accomplished in academia and like good, at like every instrument he tries. And like now this thing with the caffeine, like I think Joseph is just like, <laughs> You just have like superior genes, like you do. <laughs> He's Swedish. I don't know. I was yeah. getting donuts and coffee at 15 in high school, and he's like, "Dude, I don't even." I'm gonna categorically reject any any uh, <laughs> idea that that has to do with that. So, no, it's okay. We we all know you're a cyborg, dude. It's cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. all know that by superior genes, yeah, I mean yeah. robot parts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a replica, you know for sure. He's transcended um, it's, it's the realm. Ev- everyone else in the family, yeah, that he has that, that, that is true. That is true. That's that. Uh, everyone else in my family, who essentially is similar genes, drinks a lot more than of caffeine than me. So yeah. it's not just you know. I don't know what it is, man. I just tried. I wanted to be like the cool guy at the cafe, and I would drink like a cup of coffee, and I'd be like, "Fuck, I'm like not going to sleep tonight. Like this is sucks. I mean, like I can't focus. We, like, wouldn't I'm, we all want that? Dude, just sweating. natural energy. I mean, that sounds like you. Yeah, just, that's what we're yeah, drinking yeah. coffee in the first place, right? I'm yeah. trying to, yeah, we're trying to get to base level. He's there fucking all day, dude. No, he doesn't yeah. need his coffee. God, the, those days that I, like, don't drink coffee, I fucking feel it, man. Like, I don't get the withdrawals or anything. Like, I don't get headaches and shit. But um, what's nice, actually, to pivot a little bit is, like, when you've taken a few days off and then you have that first coffee again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That first, maybe it's oh, yeah. an energy drink or perhaps a G Fuel. White you know, <laughs> that first, first one in, in a couple of days, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agree, well, people dude. are asking into the chat a little bit uh, about, just okay, what's up? yeah, about the new uh, album. Obviously, you know, with Allegiant, we're you know pretty stoked to uh, hear a little bit about that. I don't Let's know how much you can scoop, divulge fellas. in this time, but what can we know? Yeah, I mean, it's uh it's it's good. It's my favorite album we've done so far. Um, nice. I think it's the most well planned out album that we've done, uh, at least with in in my time in the band so like proponent was like pretty well planned out pretty well thought out like before i got there um and uh the cycle went pretty smoothly up until release and then i feel like after release there was like a little bit of a loss of momentum and then like the apoptosis album cycle was kind of a disaster uh great album we were just like touring too much it was the kind of thing where it's like we were like tour studio tour like just like not giving the album the time that it needed like we were listening to mixes for apoptosis like through shitty earbuds on our phones like in venues being like i guess this sounds okay like it's (laughs) like we just didn't really have you know enough time to dedicate to uh you know to give it the the tlc that it needed the the massaging and uh with this one with like no tours on the table and like having tons of time to write and now like tons of time to you know be in the studio we were all together at the studio that's also a, a first for me where it's like usually because we're all over the country it's like you fly in do your parts fly home kind of thing like there's not a lot of overlap like this was the first time i was ever there for drum recording right because usually it's like drums first vocals last um so it was a uh, it was a lot more hands-on and i feel like that really reflects in the end product um i really like your new drummer that you got for yeah yeah i he uh 
I, I picked him up through Continuum. So he got recommended to us. Uh, I can't remember who. Oh, yeah, I do. It was the guy from uh, Aether, uh, Josh, I want to say. Um, and he recommended Jeff to us when we had to find a fill-in for bloodletting in 2019. And uh, it was funny because, like, we, we, like, hired him, you know, had him learn the set. And then the guy who recorded it, Ron Casey, was like, no, I'll do the tour. Like, it'll be like, you know, I've, I've got time. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. And then like two weeks before it started, he was like, yeah, no, actually, I can't do it. So we were like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. we hit up Jeff again and we're like, hey, do you like still remember those songs? Can you relearn them in two weeks? And he was just like, yeah, for sure. And, you know, he came out with us and he fucking crushed it, man. He did a super good job. So when we uh, got to new drummer territory he was he was you know someone who immediately came to mind but yeah i uh i really like the stuff that that he he does and he's put he down. posts he posts a lot in the metal drummer nerds worldwide facebook group where i see him posting a lot of cool practice routines and stuff and he's just yeah, definitely yeah. one of those up-and-coming guys that i'm stoked has found like a, a sick band to be in and uh yeah hope you know i get to hang out with him someday yeah, you guys he, were saying like originally that I mean that he's like the first drummer that contributed like actual writing to I mean that Allegiance had right. Yeah, because like me and Mike always wrote the drums, and then it was like, yeah, do you want to like you know drummer would write his fills or whatever, but the parts would like be identical, and then you get guitar players writing drummer parts, and you know that. Uh, it gets the job done, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the difference, though? Like, if you're comparing it to the last two albums, I mean, is there more, like, blast beats? Is there more, like, jazz uh, shit? Like, what's going on? And like, It's like, just more musical, I think. Yeah. It's just, like, like, drums are an instrument. You know what I mean? Like, there's drum theory. Like, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot more to drums than, you know, playing fast and playing accurately you know what i mean and like what are you talking about dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two 260 and above yeah. is good anything and lower sucks yeah. i don't know what, whatever he's blabbing about guys yeah, right. i'm just kidding dude i love what you're thing. saying but i think he just knows his instrument really well i think that's the biggest difference yeah no. No. So, sophistication that has never been there before yeah so i'll just say i remember hanging out with uh uh chase at uh santa fe spring show no. and asking about the bloodletting tour i'm like so have you guys found a drummer and he's like no and no. i was like interesting and then <laughs> and then you guys found a drummer so yeah that's all, all i was gonna say yeah about that. yeah it was a uh, you was... wanted a gig didn't you <laughs> i i don't think i could have done it as usual or whatever i was doing i wasn't i'm not like regretting that i had to give that up to do something else or whatever but i've always been interested in you know what continuum's doing so just i'll have to say there. about continuum was like you guys had gabe do a tour or something and it was the he was working on that when we went to nam together yeah and so that turned into us listening to fucking continuum for eight hours there and back because <laughs> like, he was like i gotta memorize it sorry like i was like sitting like i was loving oh, so it but i was like by like fucking hour number like 11 i was like all right like can uh can I put on some like tears for fears or something like, this is, <laughs> like the, the anti continuum? Yeah, yeah. I uh I mean I I love continuum. I'm very 
I'm very detached from Continuum when I'm not like in it in the moment, right? Because like, you know, like Chase is a homie, but like I don't really talk to him that much. Like he he kind of does his own thing, and we're you know on opposite sides of the state now, so I don't really like see him. And uh, it's it's usually like, hey dude, what's going on? I've uh I've got like ten Continuum songs. If you're like down to write lyrics, I got you covered, bro. And I'm just like, oh word, cool. I guess that's what I'm doing. So then I'll just like spend some time writing Continuum stuff, and I don't know. I don't know if I told the story about what it was like recording the vocals for the last record uh on this podcast last time i was here but it was it was horrendous it was uh you did i remember it. yeah yeah it was, it yeah, was talking about like, up. it was it already like back. it was like pre uh, kind of like patterns were already were they pre kind of no no so i i had to drive up uh and i stayed there for like two days beforehand i want to say and uh I was like, hey, is like, you know, does this work? All this stuff. And he was like, yeah, you should be good. Sounds, you know, should be sick. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then, like, the night before we we're supposed to drive to Oakland, um, he's like, oh, actually, like, I made, I did make a few changes. And he made, like, pretty big changes to, like, three of the songs. So I end up staying up till, like, 2 30, 3 o'clock in the morning, like, rewriting these parts so I can go into the studio prepared. And then I, you know, wake up four hours later to drive to Oakland. And I get there and we just start like firing shit out. And then like five, six hours into the day, I'm like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're, we're getting a lot done. Um, you know, tomorrow should be fine. Cause it was Saturday. Uh, it was like a Saturday, Sunday kind of thing. Right. And Zach, our engineer was just like, oh dude, I don't, I don't, I don't have you booked for tomorrow. Like, but this is, this is the only day I, I have. Booked. I can and hear I was like, him saying that in my brain. Right and now. I was like, <laughs> what, what do you mean you don't? we have to do all the vocals in one day and he's like yeah i just figured we would do like a 10-hour session instead of like an eight-hour session and i was like mm. word fucking tight and uh and so we do all the vocals in one day and by the end of it on four hours of sleep 10 hours of recording i'm super fucking beat and i'm just like yo like stoked to fucking i like mentioned in passing like yo dude i'm fucking stoked to fucking go back to santa cruz and crash and he and chase is just like oh yeah, dude, I, I didn't because like the whole like like he lives uh in like a like a converted hotel type of thing yeah. in downtown Santa Cruz. And so he gets like a hookup where it's like, yeah, if you need to like if you need somebody who needs to rent a room, it's like 15 bucks a night. It's like super fucking cheap. Oh shit. Uh but the availability obviously is like really limited. And so he was like, Oh yeah, dude, like I could only get you up through tonight. Uh or up through last night. Um so I'm like fucking sick so i like look at hotel prices in santa cruz and oakland and i'm like bro i'm not trying to spend like 300 bucks so then after all of that i fucking drove 10 hours back home to san diego why don't you hit a brother mm. up dude i, dude, like I, 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 I wasn't i wasn't room. thinking straight i wasn't thinking straight dog i fucking it was uh it was uh you know it's run deep though i don't know what you're doing thinking dude it might also something? you know what i think it was carrie actually i think it was during the dark times you guys were on the outs. That's yeah. what I was excited uh, to bring it up. Oh, that's right. What what year is this? Yeah, I think this was like 2016, 2017. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. that okay. I think those were during times. the dark times. Those yeah. were the dark times. Yeah. Straight feudal society. Just yeah. fucking <laughs> warlords. <laughs> me no structure. Basic agrarian culture. Okay. But I think real friendship shows like you go through the dark times and be able to come back together and then talk about those dark times as oh, the yeah. past and your homies now 
you know? Right. Oh, it's good stuff. We had a very good, uh, it was all a night at the Asti. We, yeah, we were, it, it was, was the night, it was the night before I moved. It was the night before I moved home. That's yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember that. That was uh, very important. It was. That, that needed to happen pretty important. super pretty badly. Conversation. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. Uh, that. You're right, though. That would have been, yeah. ah, man, that would have, if you had hit me up, I would have fucking let you crash, though, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. 100%. But yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a process for that record. So now every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, God. And I get these, like, all those, I get, like, yeah. cold Triggers. sweats, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Oh god, do I have to drive ten hours after I listen to this? Like I fucking just yeah. <laughs> but hacking all that and doing too. a death metal album in one day, just like on not even like lack practicing of with them, them, just yeah, driving ten hours yeah. after, dude. I could tell. Yeah, I would not it's above have and beyond. Pleasant, like what kind of energy drink were you drinking then? Like what kind of? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Uh, it was the monster cool, juice, dude. It was this cool energy drink. Uh, it comes in powder form. I was gonna uh, say they make it in Colombia. I wasn't doing coke. I swear to God, I wasn't doing. Coke. I was. I was, yeah, was doing meth. That. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't worry. It's cheaper. Colombia Street. No, I. That was that was when I learned. Because I had never, I don't think, put it in practice up until this point. But someone told me, they're like, dude, if you're ever driving on tour and you get super tired, and but like it's your shift and you just have to go through it, put on like stand-up comedy because there's this like oh, yeah. chemical thing in your brain where it's like if you're laughing at something, you can't be tired. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you can't fall asleep laughing type of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And so uh, I did that. I listened to a lot of stand-up specials on Spotify, and that, that got me home. Damn. That got me home in the last half of the drive. Well, that's what keeps us up at three, four in the morning when you're partying and shit, too. Is everybody's just fucking giggling, dude? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Having yeah. a good exactly. time. Yep. That's Some of the the that's why my parties always suck, dude. <laughs> just listening to fucking nobody's funeral, fucking dude. laughing, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. So you want to hear about Hegel's fourth dialectic? <laughs> oh, I'm going to throw yeah. a noctambulant, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just, just sitting around. You know, like, fall yeah. That's why karaoke yeah. parties are so fun, you know? Yeah. Hell it's yeah. hilarious. Watching dude, we gotta... Joel sing Aaron Neville's songs, <laughs> duetting with Dan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan singing Aaron Neville's parts and Joel doing, what is it? Linda uh, Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt's is... parts. That was hilarious. I will say, your going away party, Casey and Daily City, was pretty fucking epic, dude. Yeah, those got kind of wild. I remember one time we had uh, a karaoke party, and it was like just raging hard, and we were doing all these songs and like going for it, and it was like two in the morning, something like that, and I got this knock on my door, and like it it was like the, you know, the the apartment like security guy and he's like yeah you know it's like super loud and i was like i've never got a complaint before and then we realized all the windows were open oh, like so we were just serenading like, the whole neighborhood morning. just like yeah. just like on your wings like an eagle just like at like two in the morning just like yeah. all the windows fucking open dude, oh. dude, dude casey's be- ability to sing fucking iron maiden is underappreciated yeah, and it's, uh, it's really does because casey would like go uh, to like San Jose State at the time, and he would like, he's all, yeah, I would just like, I just sing Iron Maiden the whole time. It's all I do. Oh, like, on the drives. Sing. On the yeah. drives there. And yeah. then, like, we went, we were on tour. We were at this uh, place in Washington. Um, I forget where, but like, we literally, like, it was like a, it was a karaoke bar, and, and Casey's like, yeah, I'll sing. And just like, literally sang an Iron Maiden song, like, perfectly. And the whole crowd yeah. was just like, yeah, like, the whole place was going nuts. <laughs> and Casey's all, cool, man. Thanks, dude. No, I remember, <laughs> like, hand the mic up. <laughs> I was like, 
It was yeah. like literally like had the crowd like chanting. Like it was like probably yeah. one of the best like fucking like karaoke experiences I've ever seen live. Of a friend That's just going sick. like just all mellow walking up like yeah, too. I'm just like like doing all the fucking hand motions and going up there and just like commanding <laughs> the crowd. It's like cool. All right, thanks a lot, dude. Because I mean, also the guy before him played the toadies. So I mean, yeah, yeah, low bar, but still like I mean, I mean, Possum Kingdom was pretty good. But anyways, hey, uh, Possum Kingdom is a fucking good song. All right, don't fucking not, put shit on the toadies. With it. All right, I'm not shit on the toadies. I mean, I mean, well, so help me Jesus. So so I I would just like to make make a proposal that I would like to schedule a time for all of us to go to Disneyland and then come back here and party and have a karaoke party. That would be yeah. sick. And I dude. think we all yeah. got to do this. You know, Riley, you're in Escondido. You know, you're you're not too far. What, what I like about this, what I like about this Joseph's is that me, me and me and Anthony could uh, potentially sell this to the fam. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a there's yeah. a you know what I mean? Like, be like no, we get a sick hotel. I'll only be gone one night. And they'll yeah. be like, what yeah. the fuck you mean? You'll be gone. And Greg, you got to <laughs> come join like, us. There's yeah. a karaoke party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. We'll even okay, it out. I'll it. just give you guys, I'll give Taylor one of my kids. She'll have two, then Bryce can have two. Just even it oh, out. Oh, just even it out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all, oh, honey, you got a big giant sweet. And it's like, yeah, you're yeah. sharing it with the other uh, mother. That's it's all weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mother's course. Uh, I was wondering uh, about that guitar. That, you know that guitar that you had made, Carrie. I was always wondering. So, oh no, Greg. I, I, Greg made. I Greg came, made exactly. Greg that's made why I'm bringing it, it up because it's fucking and so cool. Like when when I came to visit in Santa Cruz, like whatever it was, like before COVID, it was like just before that, like in January, and. uh I came to see you guys and then I just like surprised you guys. And then I surprised Carrie and I came out. I was like, what's up? And I saw that guitar in the corner. I was like, what's that? It's like a custom son of Aurelius guitar. I know like, it's fucking. So let me <laughs> and grab then it, you're I'll like, Greg got part. that mate. So what's the story behind that? That's fucking my joke cool, is man. my joke is, is that Greg traded that guitar for Riley. That's it's, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, ha- it's kind of half serious. It was, it was a parting gift. <laughs> uh, fucking great. Oh, he's like, man. take this guitar. I now I have your singer. You know, okay. yeah. so like I, I had, you know, I was with Jackson for many years. Oh shit! Oh. Right so, there, dude. Dude, but hold that up, Carrie, because yeah, you got to stand up, so... stand up with it. Hold yeah. that shit up so we can see. Oh, yeah, dude. Damn. What the fuck? Yeah. This is my favorite part. Of so yeah, Greg, tell the story. Greg, some lyrics play. right here. Oh. So cool. Dude. Oh, you dude, make it this sick. life will be your legacy, man. This is, All right. This is really yeah. So yeah. Really so. Sick. So the story that, is what 2014 Son of Aurelius released under a Western Sun, mm-hmm. and then Allegiant released uh, Elements of the Infinite, and we traded. It was like a couple days before uh, both albums came out. We traded, and the experience was pretty much like mutual, uh, like masturbation. I I would, <laughs> uh, but like I was, it was. To this day one of my favorite records of all time like it made such a huge impact on me just from like if i only had a couple albums that i could take with me that would be one of them so it just mm. meant a lot to me so this was before riley <laughs> <laughs> and then little did i know that they were not they were like you guys weren't really playing anymore things had gone down i had a note and like i was having the guitar built when i found out and i was like oh well this will look good on your wall, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then at the end, it was like, yeah, well, uh, can I have your singer? 
<laughs> and I was like, yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> like, no, I, I can't let him go with all the things that son of Aurelius is doing. All of our important plans. Yeah. All of our like I was like, no, fuck metal. I'm done. I want to play pop music. Was that like stereo stereo days? Yeah, with, with yeah. Brett. Oh Brett, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to Brett, dude. Out Brett, yeah. What's that song called? You don't own me. Own me. You don't uh, own me. Don't 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 love me. I think is what okay. it is. Yeah. I like that song a lot, actually. Uh, it's a good song. We had a lot of we had a lot of bangers, man. We had a lot of a lot of good tracks, but uh, it was just one of those things where it was like the reason that I like backed out of Son of Aurelius was because it was like you know I, I think i was the only person in the band that was like so are we gonna are we gonna tour on this album cycle or like what are what are we doing everybody was like nah man we just kind of wanted to like put it out and i was just like okay well i'm trying to, this is like my uh, this is what I'm, I'm trying to like make this my job kind of thing uh, 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 okay, okay i have to pee so, really bad but this is so good that i have to say i really didn't want to <laughs> hold put it, a bomb hold in it. This no no yeah. this, pinch the <laughs> tip I'm not, pinch I'm, not the tip. The, I'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty it wasn't quite that severe I mean, that's in retrospect. It's like, yeah, that I it, it was time for Riley to move on from Son of Aurelius because things were just sort of not where it needed to be. I, especially with like Greg calling with an Allegiant gig, like, yeah, duh, of course. But I, I mean, it, we were trying to figure it out where it wasn't going to be. I, I know there was a lot of talk about like, oh, we'll be like a, a Cali death band. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and uh, like we'll we'll tour. We'll be like the West Coast band. We'll make all the, like we had all these like cockamamie plans to like, as long as we're not traveling all the way the fuck across to the East Coast and all the way the fuck back. Like I'm down to you know we we are down to tour and obviously do this. Like you know, I think uh, speaking for myself, I mean obviously I love the music and wanted to play it and like and do something with it, but it wasn't quite where Riley was smart is I think when I was pitching stuff like this, I think it was kind of like, yeah, except no one, no one is going to really like, that's a DIY thing all the way. If you, yeah. unless you want to do a full tour, like it, what it would involve, I think, I guess what we would have had to have done is like uh, sold it to a label at that point that was willing to like get behind it and like do, do the whole, upstart things sell the rights to it and all that stuff which um was was a thing to do but yeah i mean at the time i was definitely at that point i was so burnt on even the little smidgen of touring we had done you know what i mean i was just like this doesn't seem i think that like another another big thing was that it was just like everybody had shit going on with their lives right like max had like just had a kid like spencer was trying to go back to school like you were working like full time with your dad like i was the only one i guess i should say who like was available to tour so that's kind of where like my head was at the whole time was i was just like you know we're gonna release this album and then we're gonna like go on tour for 60 fucking days and like push (laughs) shit out of it and sell it and all this kind of stuff and when that wasn't the picture I was just like, okay, well, like, I'm also doing an intimate existence right now. And then that ended because they wanted me to do a 45 day tour for no money. Uh, and then. So you just agreed with me that well, sometimes. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> That's the thing is that it's like, is that it was like with Son of Aurelius, it was like, I wanted it to be like a, 
you know, this is like our mutual brain trust and like everybody's going to like eat at the end of the day. And like, it's going to be different than like no, it was, how it was, it was when we were doing these shitty $150 opener tours, like first to five type of thing. Like it's gonna, we're gonna, you know, cultivate it and like put in the extra work to make sure that like it becomes sustainable. And I, and, I do uh, feel like the dynamic, at, at least like when we had put that out, this is going to sound so cheesy, but like, I felt like we really like it. We put that out and then it was like, oh, we're like a family now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, as opposed to like just a bunch of musicians trying to like go on tour and shit. It was like, so I could see that be like, well, if if the fam goes on tour, we're just going to, it'll be amazing. You know what yeah. I mean? But we never got that, you know, yeah. that chance to really do that. And that sucks. Uh, it yeah, is a beast of an album for sure. Like it, I mean, from the, I see where Riley's going with like that, that, that album definitely should like everybody should hear that fucking album. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. A 60 day tour is how everybody would have heard it. Yeah. And, and so I understand that like, I, I agree that those songs definitely should have been spread across the fucking planet as soon as it came out. But life is life, dude. And it yeah, man. doesn't always like, fucking and, work out. And a lot of you have all got, the people that are like, you know, like that are hunting for like underground little gems and shit. That's that's one of them. That's that's, that's one definitely that, like, one of them. You come across that like when you're, you know, if you're getting nerdy about music and stuff and into metal and stuff like you, you can find that if you're like a real like metal dork, like you'll find that and be like, fuck, yeah, this is like, what the fuck? Like, why doesn't anyone know about this? And like, you know, it kind of has that kind of underground cult following. I don't always text my homies about their albums. I had to text. Carrie. Oh, I've texted yeah. Carrie and, and <laughs> Riley like you did. six times. Like listening to it. And I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm crying right now. But, uh, it's, you know, it's not it's not, you know, I love you guys and I'm crying. So, I mean, you know, well, it's an emotional. I say it all the time. It's an emotional roller coaster, emotional whirlwind of a fucking album dude you're taking through all the dips and valleys of human emotion keep it coming guys just keep it coming yeah, all right yeah. <laughs> i kind of always hope that it will get a trace and error kind of thing you know well, like, we'll discuss it discover it and then it will be like oh holy fuck you know what i mean yeah i, I can only hope that that record is 15 years ahead of its time uh but even <laughs> even uh because that's yeah. kind of what happened with cynic right is it's like they did focus and like they toured but like it was just way too advanced for like what else all the other shit that was going on in 1991 like yeah yeah and then you know 15 years later did they really they was, like everybody rediscovered focus? them and was like what well, the fuck but did. you know what it, you know what it really was well, okay. like they did a cannibal tour they did a cannibal tour on, with, with focus, focus like back in the 90s yeah. and shit but that's yeah, yeah. Like, tour with because it's like bro like you pair cannibal corpse with focus yeah. like it's it so was weird a, it was like it's, it's I, a, you hear like that it was change. a weird thing for the crowd like but, but seeing that live too had to have turned some of those people as well i, I mean that, i'm sure nice. i'm sure it did but i think that it just like like i said it was like too far ahead yeah. of its time but then but what I think really it's also happened they played in death too you know what i mean like yeah, they did they human did, they did so human. that's also yeah. part of why they were paired back yeah, animal you know what i mean like yeah yeah, but, but the crowd didn't have internet. There was no Wi-Fi. Yeah, so they didn't understand. Yeah, up. you know what I mean. It wasn't the same kind of. They were so, recording on VHS. Continue, Riley. Well, I just wanted. What, to what happened that. was you had like mm -hmm. the faceless and obscura, uh, kind of bringing that back to the forefront, right? Like with the vocoder stuff. Oh, yeah, and, like, totally. And then all of a sudden, and like people were like, "Dude, this like, is so sick!" 
you know, where, where did you get the inspiration to do this? And like, in all these interviews, you had both of these bands that had huge hype and following being like, Oh dude, sent like cynic all the way. And I think that like it, it needed that kickstart to get eyes back on them. And then once they had it, they did it. They did the smart move of being like, Oh, well, people are buying our fucking old record a shit ton. Maybe we should make a new one. And then they did. And it's like the fucking goddamn yeah, and they, and and they, and they yeah. put their, their full ass out on it too. You know what I mean? Oh, Which dude, I just respect Trace so much. You're talking about Trace and Air? Good album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. Trace and Air is so fucking sick. You guys, you guys yeah. are seeing behind me, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joseph's got all of them mounted up there. Six. I mean, a focus and that's Chris, Chris Beatty from dreamer is just like, they, they put these yeah. out on sheet happens and he just bought them and brought them to the studio. And we're like, nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember like, I remember like when, when Trace Center first came out, I was super excited. And, um, it, it was, it was one of those albums. And there's a lot of these albums in my life where it, like, I, I liked evolutionary sleeper. Like that was like the one song I liked on it. And I was like, yeah, they got one good song on it. And then as I kept listening to it, then it, be, then it literally became my favorite album. Like those are my last, favorite. Like, those five are years. It unfolded yeah. for you. It, it yeah. blossomed. It's yeah. like you find one little hook. Like you kind of listening to it, and you're like, "What is this?" And then like you yeah. find a hook in there, and you're like, "God, that is that is really cool." Yeah. I'll just keep listening to that song because that's obviously all that's here for me. And then you like, yeah, or get into it. You know what I mean? It's well. It's, then the one, then magical, the next track, man. the next track comes on, and you like can't change it for some reason. You're like, "Whatever, I'll just listen to it." Like oh, this part, that part's good. I like that part. And then like the next track comes on, you're like, oh, I like that you're one. Like, part. oh, and I like, like how it went into that part. Yeah, it's literally like it's a it's a gradual like you're like, it's like what was that one song? I don't know. Was it tracks three or nine? I don't know. But there's one track on there that caught me a little bit more. And then you find that track, and then it's like a it's like a a big book. Like your next chapter. Okay, I got this one. Okay, next chapter. Like you like slowly pick up on it, and you and then all of a sudden before you know it every fucking song's a banger it's like your favorite fucking well, it's song like you're like slowly upgrading the album you know what i mean going yeah, through going yeah. like this one and this one and that's it okay and this one and then this last yeah. track i kind of like that one too and then sooner or later you're like it's all fucking amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is exactly my point everything that you said right now and that we've attributed to cynic that is how i felt and still do about under western sun well, thank you, man. That's yeah. like very high praise, I would say. Yes, that's well, that's that's I mean, fucking crazy. I'm not I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like I really do think it's one of the best albums in metal. I, 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 I agree. I guess we should have toured it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that that's like that with pretty much any other kind of art, like movies, like the real good movies that stick with you for life, are the ones that you find new shit every time you watch it. Yeah, it's that like makes it's like it a better movie after I, that watch. We randomly watched Big Lebowski recently, and and I, I did a bunch. I just of fucking played that right tonight, dude. It's yeah. so funny that you just said that. I was playing. I that literally chill out. I literally after watched the uh, like a bunch of interviews on it and shit, and they were like, and they were talking about how it fucking bombed when it came. Yeah. It was like one of the shittiest. And like I watched a. It's funny because I I just randomly Crazy. searched for it and I watched a Siskel and Ebert review of it, and they were like, "This sucks." Yeah, like, for no, sure. No, fuck this thing. This thing is terrible. And like then all of a sudden, like you know, four or five years later, it's like. The number one selling dvd like you know like Dude, well, i mean especially the, among like college people and stuff like stoners and stuff one of the uh uh significant points in the movie that i totally forgotten is john goodman fucking pulling out a gun because dude went over the line oh yeah yeah for sure. <laughs> and he's like Smoking. wanting an eight and he's trying to call it tell him that he went zero, over the dude. line. he's like market zero dude it's a league <laughs> qualifier or whatever the fuck dude, it's, it's not nom, dude. A gun dude's <laughs> face that's well, another thing too is like uh, what what 
year does that movie take place? I didn't dig deep enough. I think it's like they're all talking about Nam, dude. It's like ninety one. Yeah, because they have Bush in the beginning, like talking about uh, the aggression against Kuwait will not stand. And yeah, the, which is the thing, other this yeah. aggression so good. Yeah. will not stand. Well, man. you know, the, one of the conspiracy <laughs> theories about that movie <laughs> is that well, I mean, me and Carrie talked about this. We watched it literally last weekend. But like uh in the <laughs> in the very beginning, he's like it's got a, he's writing a check for the milk, you know, because he went and, and got yeah. the milk and he like he like was trying him out at like a milk mustache and shit. For like sixty nine cents. cents, yeah. Yeah, he's literally sixty nine cents. But the thing is the the date on the check is September eleventh, nineteen ninety one, and there's Bush in the background going like this aggression will not stand. Yeah, and like oh, but ten years okay. later, ten yeah. years September eleventh, like it's like with the other Bush. Like and I then don't know, he was, and then he repeats uh he repeats that that line that's like I know. so yeah. fucking funny when he's so like good. the guy like he's like replace my rug he's like so you think i should just replace every rug then he's just like you know this aggression will not stand man i like, know he's all he, so funny he's, he's all yeah, yeah he's, he's getting it off bush that's my favorite that's one of my favorite like little details in anything uh not oh, to man. like go off on a thing but like uh the Sopranos used to do that a lot where like yeah. Tony would hear a saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he'd like repeat it back to Silvio, he, but, but it'd be like all fucked it. up. Yeah, he'd like repeat <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that stuff is just like, dude, that's just good writing, like, dude. Uh, yeah. the, one, the one that stands out to me is when he's in he's in therapy and he's talking about how he put his mom in this like really nice retirement. It's a retirement community. Anyway, and, uh, and she's like, well, that's, his therapist is like, well, that's not really like, you know, uh, 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 you know, it's it's more like staying at a hotel in Captain Teague. Oh and, my god! <laughs> and which is like, you know, Captain Teague is like a, a like Caribbean getaway kind of place. And then he goes and he talks to his mom about it, and he and, and he's like, you know, it's this isn't even like a nursing home. This is more like a hotel at Captain Teague's. Yeah, and Captain like, Who's that? And he's like, I don't know. Some captain owns luxury hotels or something. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking good, dude. That's oh, my favorite. Man. We actually we just watched that whole fucking series while we were in the studio because uh, me, me and Jeff and Boo Boo all stayed at the apartment that Dave has. That's like for bands when they're in town, and so we had a lot of time. You know, talking about David Terra. Yeah, yeah. So what's up with the back of his head, dude? What's dude, it's helping? fucking it's it's legendary. It's a legend. It's uh, you know, some some yeah. people say that when you turn him around, it's just more back of head. It just never it's never fades. <laughs> never just keep turning him. It's just <laughs> like a back of head always. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we watched the whole series because uh, our drummer fucking Jeff had never seen it, and I've seen the Sopranos like nine hundred times. And uh, so yeah, it was it was cool because it was like. He had all these questions, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, like we could do this, and we could do that, and you know, there's, there's all these all these little details that uh, that yeah, it's, I feel it's, like it's you normally have to watch it three times to catch." Yeah, right? no, there's like stuff like uh, uh, Taylor and I decided to watch it during quarantine because because yeah. she was like, "I haven't really seen the whole thing all the way to the end," and I was like, "Well, let's just start from the beginning." The first step, the pilot is a little rough. Yeah, like Tony has like a different voice and shit. It's like super <laughs> fucked up. But uh, <clears throat> um, so should I and, watch uh, The Sopranos? Is dude, you absolutely oh, never yeah. seen yeah. it? Yes, it's, it's yeah, the best TV it. show ever made. It's like if you okay, so if you go on this besides is like my, Twin Peaks, this is the way I sell it every time is I'm just like if you look up best TV shows of all time, you're gonna get a million different search results with like a hundred different lists. Just go through the first 10, 15 that you find. And a hundred percent of the time, 
number one and number two are a flip-flop between the Sopranos and the Wire. Uh, 100% time. Like on every single list. It's like Breaking yeah, Bad is yeah. always like a close third. Oh, yeah. Wire Breaking is Bad always is always a I've seen them five, all. I've seen sure. all three. They're all yeah. great. They're yeah. all insane. It's yeah, right. It, it makes sense. No. But I used to watch Sopranos after it, jamming on like a really Sunday with Odious. I'd. It was yeah, because it would come out on Sunday. So you, guys had, you guys had like <laughs> a framed Sopranos picture. Totally, dude. In the, fur, in the furniture <laughs> I would, dome. I would drive down I there. Remember we would, that? Which one we was would that? plan our like jams to end. Oh, they were all hanging out. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh, shit. You're right. Big, yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and we would plan the jams to end before <laughs> Sopranos started. Then I'd sit and watch Sopranos with you guys and then drive back. We to totally Pacific would jam and watch day. Sopranos. That was like what we did. <laughs> amazing. I remember my my parents watching it. So I just always associate it with like as like an adult show, even though I've like become an adult and like watch adult <laughs> things all the time. I'm just like, no, that's like for an adult. It's like I'm not. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's still, like old it still adults, holds up. Like older, it still holds up yeah. quite well. I, yeah. I would watch it. Yeah. It's good. The for, Like I said, the pilot is like, you'll watch the pilot and be like, this is... I the pilot's really the pilot. good. Okay, so I think the pilot's really good the first time you watch it, but after you've watched the whole series and then you go back and watch the pilot uh, yeah. again, you're sure. like, okay, this yeah. is kind of goofy. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Can we? Uh, Jared asked a question. Uh, can we? Can we bring yeah. that? Let's do yeah. it. I think this has been covered uh, for Greg on his episode, so maybe I'll focus it uh, on Riley. But it's for Greg and Riley. Uh, take us back to a time in your life. This is how we all start every episode. Take us back to a time in your life where there was a pivotal crossroad moment where you decided to take music seriously and resulted in you being where you are now. Um, Good question. Headbangers Ball tour 2004, I want to say. I I had been in bands uh, for a couple years at that point. And I like I liked metal and we were, you know, playing playing stuff and like we were doing these little shitty shows and you know, like my first gig was at a an ice rink, right? Like under full fluorescent lights, like on a makeshift stage, like you know, while a bunch of people were ice skating, we're like in corpse paint playing black metal. Like, oh, it was, dude, it was ridiculous. This is great. Um, I love hearing that because but like everybody's my, had that story. My uh, that that that's what defined my experiences, right? Like I had been to a couple like hardcore shows, right? Because it was right in the window and like metalcore was kind of on the rise like 2001 2002 when i was like 13 14 and uh you know metalcore was was coming up um you know there were a lot of hardcore shows like i would go to these like little i went to like christian school and middle school so a lot of my friends in those early years in high school kind of carried over from there so it was a lot of like christian hardcore shows i was listening to bands like you know evergreen terrace and nodes of reindeer and like you know listening to uh, a lot of stuff like that um but I didn't really get like the full experience, uh, like the the like holy shit, this is what I want to do with my life, until I saw um, Headbangers Ball tour, and it was uh, Lamb of God, Kill Switch Engage, God Forbid, and Shadows Fall, and I saw it at the old House of Blues in San Diego, because uh, there's a there's a, a different one here now. They like move buildings or some shit but it was this old house of blues pretty small venue um you know but it was still like a packed show lamb of god did the the wall of death during during that one song um god i can never remember what that fucking song is called it was like off their first album because all these bands are still like pretty early into their careers right mm-hmm. and it was uh it was that one song that has the snare thing right where they go dun 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 cat cat yeah. cat cat 
what is that song that's legendary um and uh yeah he did like the wall of death thing you know while they were doing the thing where he you know it's like got the big build up and then he's like one, two, three, go! Everybody runs into each other. Um, there were just like so many experiences about that show that like I could have never imagined based off of like my pre-existing experiences in music and shows. And like it was for sure after that show that I was just like, yep, this is what I want to do. I want to be fucking. How do you like God Forbid? Do you like yeah. God Forbid? Dude, I love God Forbid. I saw God Forbid the first time I saw them. No, I saw that was the first time I saw them. And I saw them at Ozfest shortly after. You know, I'm going to see what year that was because. Isn't that the album called Determination or something like that? The first full length they did? I can't, I might be misquoting, but there was like um, Out of Misery was like an EP they did. But I had mentioned it recently on the Dallas episode, the Nile, Dallas Nile Narcotic Waste episode, Wasteland episode. And, uh, that was a, a pivotal moment too. Like what you're saying, dude, that, that was like 15, 16 years old seeing God forbid. I saw a dude get kicked in his face and get take out, taken out on a stretcher. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like there's just, it's just like people seem to be like, you know how you, you, you embellish your memory sometimes. It's like, I feel like people were like hanging off the fucking rafters and shit. Just yeah. like, it was all complete mayhem in great American music hall. But god forbid was one of those times where it was one of those bands that was like first time seeing them was live and i was like dude they, they fucking put on a sick i've never heard show. one god forbid song dude, i would say hero man okay a- anti-hero is the fucking jam that so song stereo stereo which album is that one on tonight? uh i would go I, I would just to hit you with your new metal thing joel <laughs> like out of misery and uh gone forever sorry gone forever forever. okay yeah that's because you're because i'm talking about a show my show was like 2001 so you say 2004 definitely was that next gone forever album which actually had some catchy shit which um i remember seeing something like kill switch engage like changed a lot of guys attitudes towards their music who were already doing music and god forbid was one of the bands that had mentioned that and gone forever was kind of like a transition more into like the kill switch engage really catchy like metalcore yeah. style yeah I'm, I'm listening to the god that uh, anti-hero right now just kind of the first few riffs it definitely has that more melodic i didn't think it's it was gonna be melodic so fucking sick man the yeah. fucking the chorus for this song is just fucking their singer was so fucking good at writing hooks. Uh, totally, dude. And he had a sick voice, dude. Yeah, he had like, a really his range was voice. sick too. And so, and that first that first full length that I'm that were from this band was actually kind of tech. And like there was times where I felt like they could like fit in on a Dillinger tour and shit like that, you know. But still had catchy shit. Yes. So Greg, what yeah. what about your answer to that question? From so Jason? Greg, what are you texting Carrie right now? <laughs> God, we're just, we're just bemoaning new metal, is what we're doing. I know, I know, I know yeah, Greg, yeah. Greg on his episode, he was like, he was like talking about how new metal was like this, like super negative thing in his life that came through fucking. And like for me, it was like, I mean, it, it you know, it was, it just, it was our, it. it's, it's yeah, just transition the timeline. It's, whatever, we were. it's like, oh, dude, it's hits you at that yeah. age, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. It was so, one of those important stepping stones that you still look back on. You're like, okay, thank you. 
for hey man i don't like you too way. so i know people are gonna be <laughs> mad at me i don't like you too well i mean uh i mean yeah i don't like you <laughs> too I just carrie don't. actually i was like trying to um I was, we were drunk this weekend last weekend and listening to like i was like dude but this new metal song and he was just like and carrie like made a stance like with his arms on his hips like <laughs> i don't like this i don't like this <laughs> so was, pretty like, much my whole life like pretty much like he was literally like making this like the stance that i've never seen carrie made look to like how much he hated something well i mean if you're a dude well, that I, likes shred it. it's definitely not in there you know you but wasn't shred new metal what would be shred new metal Joel, do you know anybody who shredded, shredded new metal? metal? That's like an oxymoron. The thing about new metal is that like, <laughs> is that like there wasn't a lot of shredding. There was no shredding in new metal. That wasn't yeah, there was not. It was like, groovy. It was yeah. all He's about right. the groove. Yeah. But the, best the musicians like, yeah. were still really good. Like West West Borland is a fucking oh, really West good Borland's guitar player. Great. Like totally. fucking like, mm, but yeah. he plays for fucking Limp Bizkit. Like the worst <laughs> band ever. Like exactly. I think it's less. I think play their asses off. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not about the musicianship, and it's like not like I was at the altars of shred. I mean, at that, you know, like especially like in my early teens, like 13, that's what kind of what we're talking about 13, 14, mm -hmm. yeah. like you know, that kind of thing. Like it was just like the attitude of it just fucking rubbed me the wrong, you know, that fucking early 2000, like late 90s, early there, 2000s, a, just there like, was for sure like a, 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 <laughs> a type of new metal that I hated. Like the like the like broed out new metal, like trapped, right? Like fuck fucking yeah. even before they came out as yeah. being so you mean like, like all of it. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, <laughs> trapped, trapped is like that's not I don't want to call it. That's the thing though is like that's not I, I wouldn't that's say not that new that's metal. all of it because you had bands like fucking system of a down right fucking like mm -hmm. system of a down fucking <laughs> back at like, i do not give a fuck what anybody says like that band is those first two records like fucking is, is very... that band really new metal does it do they Dude, well, they, I guess they are. Yeah, i would say well, a lot like, of it. well they're i wouldn't say they're a new metal but they came out when new metal was humongous so like you can't really compare them to a new metal band like musically but the greg thing is, and i are they, older than all of you guys but they, but they came out like, like uh... Yeah, <laughs> but the, but well, they came out in a time like I, that's what that's what was weird about new metals. Like it, like there's a bunch of bands, same with like grunge. Like you don't put Nirvana next to Alice in Chains, but they came out at the same time. And now Alice in Chains Alice is like Chains. grunge. That's grunge now, which I wouldn't really call it They're grunge. grunge? Dude, because did, I think did you know that Man in the Box was a huge hit before fucking Nirvana that came out? But, like, but they got yeah. but they also Man got, in the like, Box was the first grunge. Like I know what you're hit. saying, but it's like it's like and Lane Staley, but they're lumped in with. I know, I know, the but they're lumped in with like mud honey, like you know, it's like they're lumped in with like bands like <laughs> yeah. that. That like it's not, it's not. I mean, I would say, like, if I were to like categorize, um, if they came out, let's say ten years later, they wouldn't be grunge. Well, I don't think they. Uh, they, 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 they the whole reason why we categorize yeah, they'd be things, new metal. They'd be new metal. <laughs> we categorize things for yeah, a reason, dude. Because nah, like, for, oh, if dirt came out in '98, like, it would not be new metal, dude. But if you're gonna say yeah, System of Down sounds like you think so? You think it would be new metal? Thank you. 100. Like really? The only thing, know. honestly, to yeah, me, the I only never thing, thought of it, but I just don't think so. The only thing that separates bands like Alice in Chains and System of a Down from like their not as good counterparts is the vocal harmonies um like literally the only thing like i think their composition is a little better but i, I don't i, like I never liked system of a down and to me like allison chains I, so sick so i, I mean i'm not saying you're wrong it's just like, amazing my, yeah, <laughs> my, my, my perspective is i just don't like i have no connection with that band no that's we're not comparing yeah. limp biscuit to fucking allison chains what we're limp biscuit oh, that's no oh, that's a no, whole other thing what i'm saying is like yeah system of a down is not a new metal band you guys agree with me right 
No, I, not I, at all. I, I totally I, think they're. You new think metal they are a new metal band? I think okay. I'm absolutely. Like, new metal. who do they sound like? That's new metal. They, to they be honest, in my way. opinion, I would say that I don't know what they are because it is something that sits right There's outside of it that fits well in that new new metal. Like, if you were going to put together a new metal bill, yeah, you you all know in your heart it's not. So you just it's not Joel yeah, and yeah. Anthony and Green. I mean, Riley wants to go down with this argument. I mean, Riley, Riley, so Riley, who who does System of a Down sound like in the new metal genre? Really, that's where I got you. Uh. I, I guess kind of, but that's just because like they're unique like just because they're a unique new metal band like doesn't mean they're not a fucking new metal band they were oh, because of all the trying. other unique new metal bands they're <laughs> all sound the same dude <laughs> like cold chamber yeah cold chamber and system of down sounded exactly the same but, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah but, uh, i, I what well, my point my point is they're in the parlance of their times man they're almost they're, uh, gypsy they're, metal this I mean, podcast has that... entered the gutter and we are <laughs> no no but the, the gutter gutter right now. Uh, come on i'm just now. i'm just so greg, greg, greg agrees with me greg knows. No, i'm just saying on, i'm just saying guys. a band because they came up in the same other they came up with other new metal bands at the same time into popularity okay you know what deftones that's that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that like Deftones and System of a Down have more in common than a band like Saliva and Trapped. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because like, yeah, those exactly. bands are just right. like commercialized clones of what Deftones and System of a Down did, and yeah, like yeah. and like Tool, right? And, like, and thus not new metal. Uh, no, it is. That's like what started new metal, and then it's dude, it's, it's like at the gates of metalcore. Like, Do you let's think like bring Tool is like new metal? Then we've had a million times, right? It's like at the gates of metalcore, like. Yeah. At the gates. Oh yeah, okay. sounds like a metalcore band. Sure, but like sure. they're not they like, not a metalcore band. They're like melodic Gothenburg death metal band. But like they sound like a fucking metalcore band. That's a very so, fair point. You're and right. So like metalcore then kind of came out and took all the best elements of that and like refined it and like made it commercialized. Like yeah. And for that reason, I would be like, yeah, like fucking At the Gates is a fucking metalcore band. Like they fucking oh, sound like metalcore. It looks like metalcore. If it sounds like metalcore, yeah, but like metalcore. they took, like, but that's like a post genre. But they that's started. What say, that's whoa, 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 what I think about system they of started metalcore because System of a Down's first album came out in like what, like '92, like fucking, like. So, so yeah, but I'm saying if like a, if a band a plays like a certain style, that's Swedish death metal, and then like another band comes later and takes that and uses it for something. That's metalcore. Okay. It's a separate. So, so their their first album came out in '98, yeah. right? Which was mm-hmm. like right when new metal was kind of a thing. I'd be eating my cereal before high school, like seeing mtv music videos of what was the fucking sugar sugar yeah yeah. fucking adrenaline from deftones came out in 95 right like opiate from tool came out in 92 92. right so it's like you had it's kind of just like a natural progression of like all these bands that like started what ended up being new metal but like all those elements of those bands especially from that those early periods were very like it's like what made new metal like and yeah. what new metal became like fucking you know right but you wouldn't call the pre like you wouldn't call but, I, but that's the thing it's like, course, that's a, yeah. so you wouldn't I, I call would system call, of a down new metal i would that's call a lazy category i would call adrenaline new metal i would call system of down self-titled new metal i would call opiate new metal 100 percent, 150 fucking percent what would i call the, lateralis new metal no but like so do we call at the gates metalcore yes Oh, I just don't agree on that, <laughs> but, right. but I love you and I, right. and I, 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 I appreciate what you're saying, but uh, no, I just no, don't, I, I, I don't like hindsight perspective. I think 
Yeah, yeah, just Riley different. biting the bullet. I love it, dude. I like your ideas bringing... Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, for sure. No, I love your ideas. I just... So, I Greg, what's if your you're responsible favorite... for something, you are that <laughs> yeah, so... Like, yeah. you're just yeah. the first one. Yeah, like, I just if, love if Greg, Greg's face. But you are for Greg's sure face that. during this whole I thing still... is like my favorite thing in the world. Like Greg's face. I know. I've never held urine longer in my life. I just love watching all Just pee your pants, Anthony. It's worth it. All right. Now that told me I, can I, I still want Greg go. to answer Joseph's question. Not. No. I'm just... oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget what the question was. <laughs> what, uh, so it's so a Joseph, can you moment. can you repeat that question? That was. Like... When did you kick Riley out of elite? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it was a very actually nicely worded question by Jared. It was. Um, yeah, Jared's right. And he's still in the chat, and chat's going off right now. Shout out! Fuck it was a yeah. shout out, chat. Take us, take us back to a time in your life where there was a pivotal crossroad moment where you decided to take music seriously and resulted in you being where you are now. Dave Ellison. I lived in a very sheltered, like my parents were super overprotective, so I wasn't allowed to like watch like The Simpsons or shit, you know? So, you know, whenever I go on a sleepover to someone that like had cable or something like that, we were up like at till two and seasons of the abyss came on headbangers ball and life was never the same like at that time i didn't know who the band was i didn't know anything i just knew that was like that's what i want to do like that right there you know i want to just play in the desert in egypt you know well you just filmed in a bunch of sand dunes so <laughs> I was about to one say. step closer i mean i was there i yeah, he was i hiked here a mile <laughs> to fucking watch them like film for 30 minutes but yeah sand dunes God. did you literally just do that yesterday yeah I'm so, I'm so exhausted right now yeah so like they decided to film at the sand, the sand dunes at sand dunes <laughs> national park in Colorado can we talk about the context behind this or do you want to keep it vague I can't I can't okay. I can't really talk about it but okay. like Anyway, so yeah, no, we no, drove four hours to the park. We get there, and then we start looking at like where we can film where there isn't like eighty million people, and it's like, oh, we have to go over there beyond that green stuff, <laughs> right? And someone's like, oh, that doesn't look too far. I'm like, those people are very small. Anyway, you have to cross a river <laughs> to get there, right? It turned out to be over a mile. So we had to three, it, we had to carry gear a mile <laughs> to the film. Three trips like a person. And I am so Don't sore. Carry gear right jokes, now. please. So sore. Like my yeah. body just wrecked. And because you had to cross a river, of course, I couldn't wear shoes. So my feet are just shredded. <laughs> How long did it take to walk a mile with all that gear? Dude, it probably <laughs> took us about three hours to load whoa Jeez. okay yeah it was the worst load in i've ever experienced and that's way like worse a, than the quad or stairs. something yeah but, sorry we'll no go ahead I was, I was gonna say you have to get you should have rented like a quad or something like to i mean i'm just i'm just here that's what it was gonna be so yeah yeah i like the idea of calling um like grass or shrubs or something just green stuff you know it was I mean? so like we need to get beyond the green stuff. <laughs> the green stuff. 
they're all there's too much of this fucking blue shit in the back dude I need to... <laughs> it's gotta look like a desert we can't have any of the blue or green shit around <laughs> oh man <clears throat> so so seasons of the abyss that was it so you saw the song seasons of the, that one without like in the, the egyptian one right it's like yeah. egyptian kind of related yeah that i mean that to me too i mean for me actually with carrie i've carry on the podcast we um we went and saw cannibal corpse when we were kids and um basically just watching like the opening bands for cannibal corpse this is probably 2001 or two or three i don't even know something around there and just watching like the opening bands because cannibal carrie and i had just recently become obsessed with them we were like recently like just got into them and they're like through they're playing the pa- or the slim you were uh gore obsessed yeah, exactly we were, were, were that was the album that was the album that was coming that was the that album that had just came out yeah yeah when we got like super into them and we literally like <laughs> went to the show and like like uh, uh what's his name jack uh owen or whatever was like right next to us like and we're like dude that's fucking him right there dude we were like freaking <laughs> yeah, out like totally, just like totally. we were, i remember it was like people were talking to him like dude people are talking to him dude that's insane like he's responding to the people that's insane like we were like they were they were on this such high pedestal to us and uh just watching the bands that were like opening for them. And I forget what bands they were. They were like like bands that don't exist anymore, but they were like, you know, <coughs> up and coming like Metal Blade bands and stuff. And uh, just watching them and just like watching them set up and stuff. I'm just sitting there staring at them like, dude, they're, this is the dream come true. Imagine just like being them right now. Like, and it's like the first band opening for like half the crowd. And I'm just like staring at them going like, Man, they're about to open for Cannibal Corpse. Like this. You don't is... remember who it is, dude? No, it was it was a band was. that it, it was a it was like a one album wonder band. I forget what the fuck what name they were. They were just like a new metal blade band that I think that came and went. Maybe they signed one of those uh like what you were talking about, uh, Greg, on the podcast. One of those. It was contracts. new metal. Do you? Do, <laughs> sorry. Do you remember any <laughs> new metal blade? Any of the dude. other bands at that show? I think Cephalic what, played. Cephalic what played. What tour was this or show? I can look it up. It was Cannibal Corpse and Cephalic Carnage. And I think I might be mixing this up, but I, I remember no. I thought it was Cannibal Cephalic Deeds. Deeds. Was that, I, that was another one. That was later. That um, it was right before that. It was the I was last time. Say, I had both space. of those bands that continued. They're not one-off bands at all. No, yeah. no, no, no. This is. I forget, it's like first of something. Yeah. Or, you know that one-off band Cephalic yeah, yeah. Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right. Had that one hit Dude. way back in the yeah. day. It's a totally. new metal band. Fal Carnage is new metal. That lucid <laughs> interval song. We all know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> new hydro metal. So that, hydro that metal. tour. I love those guys, man. That tour was Me Cannibal too. Corpse, Malevolent Creation, Hate Eternal, Macabre, Deeds of Flesh, and Cephalic Carnage. That we I saw that. I don't know, Carrie, if you were that at that one, but I was there for sure. I don't know if I saw Macabre. We saw Macabre. I remember, I mean, Macabre's was was this at Slims? Dude, that Slims again. That was yeah, at Slims. It was Slims, right? But there was so, one before um, this. It was before this. It was called like First to Fallen or something. It wasn't. It wasn't that cheesy, but it was like something like that. But uh, have you seen? So has anybody seen Macabre here? Has, has I have. Anybody, no, I, I saw that I have, show. I have never seen Macabre. So he sings oh, with the head with Macabre. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, he sings with a headset. Full of carnage, Macabre. I saw him at That's Maryland Death awesome. Fest. He had a headset while he was playing guitar, and he yep. has some of the weirdest yells that you would hear, dude. And they sell like serial killer related 
Chef Boyardee at their merch table and shit. That was like their uh, their <laughs> their claim to fame was that they took a picture, like their band picture was at Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment or something, right? That oh, was like, yeah. I remember, or he was yeah. at the uh, it was at the Ambassador Hotel or something. No, no, the, no, this was the apartment. This was the apartment, like, like the two thirteen apartment. No, this is that. No, that two thirteen is the Ambassador. I think I think two thirteen's Ambassador. I think. But, I think uh, you got it backwards, bro. No, I'm just uh, I never, I never went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was always looking at the Ambassador Hotel when we played in Milwaukee and be like, "That's scary, dude. I'm not going over there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Something weird how building can have creepy shit. vibes just because of some shit that happened. Well, because the Ambassador yeah. Hotel in Milwaukee was I the one that. where that's yeah. where like uh, he like lobotomized a guy mm-hmm. and he was naked yeah. and ran out in the street and the cops got the guy and Jeffrey Dahmer caught up with the cops and was like. Oh no! It's just my boyfriend. He's just all pissed, and the cops are like, "All right, here you go." And Jeffrey yeah, like, was he was underage too. Off, dude. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Forgot about that, dude. Yeah. They have a song called "Ambassador Hotel." Really? Yeah. Or on the album. Yeah. yeah. Macabre, Macabre does. I remember yeah, they were playing that venue. There's plenty of literature on all that yeah. shit. You never stop having content for songs, dude. Yeah, that's like the most popular listen to do podcast is about serial killers and stuff like that. It's like yeah. all that shit's out there. Yeah, I mean, that was like watching that first like scared band up there. I could tell they were kind of like nervous. And I was just like, I'm like, dude, they're probably making like all this money. <laughs> fucking like, that's my brain was going down this road just like because I'm just seeing like I know Cannibals coming up, which I'm about to lose my mind. And I'm watching this opening band and just like idolizing them. And I didn't like their music at all, but I was still just like, dude this band is like made it this is this is the goal this is now the goal like yeah no totally the, uh uh riley this might have uh, uh this might have been the genesis for the uh uh crushing of the dreams of uh utter western sun is when we did that show with um between the buried and me that look the secret yeah. show you remember that mm-hmm. yep <clears throat> at the slide bar in fullerton which is there gone was... now by the way no <sighs> uh, COVID? Yeah. COVID? yeah what yeah, um, yeah. Bar in Fullerton that. is no more. Yeah. I was just talking about it today with a uh, Allegiance manager, uh, trying to plan making making contingency plans because I like having those. And every time I talk to him, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we'll see." I'm just like, "No, we won't. Like, we're not going <laughs> to see shit. We're going to have a plan in case so this the other thing doesn't happen." So yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we uh, so talked, talked about that. Can talked I just say bar the, the slide briefly. bar? Every show I went there was free. They never charged yeah. a fucking door price. Yep. And it was so sick. And they have good sound and good bands. And that's where I played I, I, with Archaic, like Transcend the Realm Open. And we played there a few times. And it's always been so sick. And hell that yeah, breaks man. my heart, dude. Yeah, that, it sucks. I know I, I, it was a really good time. I remember. But you I mean, played there like, with BT Bam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, yeah, all, all, all I was going to say is like, um, just, I, I remember they had the bandwagon remember that thing you could rent you know what i mean the yeah. big it was it was cool and uh it was something about those guys are super awesome and they hung out with us and like it was it was really cool but i there was something in the back of my lizard brain i was just like these guys are like so like burnt out you know what i mean I, there was something about it where i was just like okay you can be bt bam like one of the like seriously one of the like best one of the greatest metal bands big draw you know what i mean like a big deal great just fucking like, show 
yeah and just seeing just it was the end of their tour and stuff yeah so it was probably it was, like not a good like look you know what i mean but was, i just remember just being like fuck man like this is this is the life man you're yeah. just you're just on the road with the bandwagon you know what yeah. i mean and it just uh i remember that there was that one and there was a couple other times where just meeting other bands that had been on tour a long time you know and uh it was <laughs> it was just uh it interesting just seeing the the toll that it could take you know what yeah. i mean not that like bt band were like you know drunken and passed out or anything you know like it wasn't like that it was just like it just seemed like they could finally like exhale after this like big long tour they had been on and stuff and they were just like uh i don't know it was just seeing that like just pure exhaustion you know what i mean it was just being on the road yeah seeing a band that you really look up to and see them just like crushed a little bit just like ugh. i, I yeah, wouldn't like even say it was like that it was just they were just tired it was the end of like yeah. they had just done like a 40 day like long ass north america run and then they did this like secret show in fullerton like right afterwards and uh it was just one of those like ready to go home type of things but the thing is that like i love that feeling you know what I mean? Like that, like that, like very end of tour. Like I know I'm going to be sleeping in my bed the next day type of feeling yeah. is like, it's so gratifying. It's like, like starving it, yourself and then eating a, a Thanksgiving yeah. dinner or something. Like, yeah. it, it's, it, like I would, yeah, I was about to say like kind of the same thing is that it's like, it's gotta be one of the, it's like this, you know, if you do like do intermittent fasting for six weeks and then yeah. you like your first day back where you fucking just like get to eat whatever you want for a minute. Like, yeah, that, it's 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 just the feeling of hard work paying off is yeah, what it sure, is yeah. it's like no, we, totally. it's Coming like fuck yeah we tour. did this one tour yeah. another notch on the belt time to go home you know for whatever and then just like you're ready for the next one there's something yeah something about like just being humans and stuff some stuff that you're used to stuff that you do every day and, and it gets taken away yeah. from you and you're you're doing your own you know on the road doing your stuff and that your normal kind of cycle is gone and then yeah. You're like yeah. the, the small things you look like when you're on the road, you're like, fuck, I remember when I could just like walk up to like my refrigerator and like grab yeah. <laughs> grab a thing and go back and like and just turn on the TV and just like chill. And there's like Girl, I don't have to talk to a bunch of people. Dude, like I used to be able to just get like a glass of water. Remember yeah. that? Like yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. like get a glass of water whenever you wanted. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. I have to shit. I'm gonna go shit right now. I'm not, <laughs> they don't have to pull yeah. over to there's no like a flying J. Like I'm gonna take Complete a flying privacy. Like, shit right yeah no, tr no trying to like plead your way into an employee bathroom in new york city or something yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just on the spot and you're just like show I up in a 10 minute window tie. please Dude, I, I remember our very first tour joel and anthony we did the bloodletting five like you know 2006 and we were just like such noobs and you know struggling on the road like oh uh, you know get a taco bell and all this kind of stuff and just try to like survive and stuff and uh we were like a lot of shows in like i don't i can't remember how many but like we were like super burnt and just like oh man we haven't had a good meal in so long and then we ended up coming back like to the west coast and we stopped like by my my uncle and aunt's place in boulder colorado oh that was oh, awesome. near red rocks and i was talking to you greg about that you know so it's in morrison is like the town you know and they were just like come over here come stay with us. It's, and we're just like, Oh, we were so we were like driving to them, like so excited. And we show up and dude, they're so sweet, dude. My aunt had like, you know, like 
fajitas like all yeah. prepared like you know fucking tortillas like all this shit like so sick and like they they like live on a golf course like like rocky you know red rocks everywhere and jacuzzi it was like those I, those situations are like oases in the it desert was an oasis and, dude exactly you know? And yeah. you see, you see it in the distance, and it's actually real when you get there. You know, it's not a fucking fake out. The OA we gotta, we gotta, is there, dude. So Carrie just posted in the chat. We got a, a Shara. So Shara, dude, what's Shara, up, Shara? Love Porto, what's up? Porto, Portugal, Shara. like hundred percent. So she says, uh, "What's what's a favorite city you played a show at? Um, so much that you would consider vacationing there or living there? Porto, Porto, Portugal. Like, I have never been to a more fucking magical city in my entire life. Like." We played, we played that, or uh, we played in like the Italian countryside once. You remember the, the fucking dogs on the roof? Yeah. Yeah. We played, we played in the Italian countryside in this uh, this town called Ritterbito in in Italy, and that was also like incredible. Like that whole experience, just like driving from like the countryside into the town, and like you know doing the like italian sit down restaurant thing with like all the courses and like the you know the 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 lemoncello at the end and like it was just like it was so sick and uh that was that was really really cool we went to like a little like tucked away village and it was just super beautiful but something about porto portugal like just the way it's all like it feels so like like old world right like what you would imagine like 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 walking through an old villa would feel like and then you have like the like commerce part of the city where it's like just two different sides of like shops and like like stands and storefronts just like on either side of this super beautiful river and like it's just like i don't know it's it's impossible to put into words how magical that place was. Did you did you drink any Porto in Porto? Uh, I did drink port wine. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Some yeah. just a little dessert wine, you yeah. know, uh, after dinner. Very dry, very dry wine. Lots of seafood, obviously. Uh, but yeah, that that was definitely the spot. No, I 100% agree. Yeah, no, it was gorgeous. all right. There was actually there, there was a uh, I forget the town, but we played in Estonia too and that was amazing yeah 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 uh i've got a very uh, uh boring answer which is like uh, i played this place called the uh, catalyst in santa cruz it seemed like a really <laughs> cool place to live like right near the beach yeah like roller it's, it's real temperate you know it's just it doesn't get too hot doesn't get too cold there's no air conditioning when it gets really hot but uh yeah. no it's, like a, it's a good place to live i'm gonna take a phone call real quick guys uh, sorry go for it no go worries for it. um but uh the place that i keep wanting to vacation to for sure is manhattan i don't know just something about it like it's so otherworldly there like <clears throat> the first time i went there it was like very strange especially driving around manhattan like trying mm -hmm. to find a place to park the van and shit like all that shit where it's like it's like you're gonna get a taste of the you know get get, get a taste of the city here a little bit you know and uh just the canyons of buildings you know what i mean yeah and just uh greg's got his horn stuck. stuck what's that <laughs> wait we both spoke of so greg getting his horn stuck yeah oh man the worst possible place <laughs> Those motherfuckers. <laughs> that literally is probably the hardest I've laughed at a video. And like, just Can you tell your that story reaction again? to it, like, you yeah. so.
so fucking just, ah, there's a video I know. everyone can look it up yeah, yeah there's a video of fucking like i just you guys like you know did that thing with the brakes where you connect to the horn so every time you hit the brakes we, you can like flip we a switch. had we had our mechanic wire our we had him brake wire switch. our brake pedal to our horn yeah uh and then install a switch uh <laughs> that we could turn on and off and like it was there for like two tours and he would hit us he would hit me up because he was like he's like i'm gonna like one person needs to be wise to it I, I choose you and like i told a couple of the other guys and uh it was just like you know we gotta we gotta do this because it had been like two tours that it had been on there that it, we just didn't do it and he would hit me <laughs> up being like dude when are you gonna do the horn thing i'm like i'm just waiting for the right moment and uh I love the idea that it's been hooked up this entire time. It's, been up it's for just years. got a switch, just like a toggle switch that yeah, just there's, there's at a, a gas I'm station. I'm not going to say where it is because that, that's the one secret that I still have is that it's like no one knows where the switch is but me. I love that um, it's still a secret, dude. And so, and so uh, we're driving like in downtown Manhattan, like thick of traffic in fucking New York City. And, uh, mm. and I was in front of a cop. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> right there when they hit it There's, it's like a $3,000 fine for excess honking it is dude it's crazy <laughs> I be, I, the only reason I don't think we got a t- ticket is he saw me with my hands up like I'm not fucking doing this the signs are up too it's like you if, if you have your excess honking you're get, you get charged like fucking over a thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Where's yeah. the video? Someone asks in chat. Is it a YouTube yeah, we video? Gotta, we, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the right video. Now. Uh, really, do you have it on yours? Oh, that'd be it's great. Definitely on our Instagram. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. I got it. Yeah. Right. And uh, uh, please, I want to see. This it is so like bad. literally like the hardest I've laughed at like any random video of my friends. <laughs> like I was literally crying at this. This was. Like I watched this. I showed this to my parents. Like I did. Okay, this is it right here. Yes. So okay. You just bought. <laughs> I'm not doing this, I swear. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's connected to the brick <laughs> <laughs> uh, No. What are you talking about? What are you talking <laughs> <laughs> In New York, you guys serious? <laughs> so good, dude. Uh, that gets me every time. <laughs> so that was obviously the first time that happened. They got you a second time though, too. He said, "No, I don't know. Uh, that was just I, one we, time." It's one of those jokes that it's like once they figure it out, it's hard to get them with it again. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, like turn it off. Every, everybody's wise <laughs> to it at this point. So it's like, yeah. you know, I think if we hire a driver, you know, that's a, it's a good one. It's a good well, one to do them. I don't think but, we're going in that van ever. Yeah, yet. I was about to say, I think that van has <laughs> uh, has seen its, its last. So that means, that, that means, that means fucking... you, could, you could tell where the fucking secret switch is then. We could break it. Yeah. Breaking you know, news. Everybody knows where it is except me. That's really? Great. Yeah, everybody no. knows where it is. I swear. I thought. I think Mikey knows where it is because I was sitting filming you on like the far side. So it's it's uh, all right. I'll tell everybody. I'll just close. It's on. 
it's on the bench. It's on the bench seat. It's underneath the bench, like to the far left, like right behind the driver's seat. There's so a little you can like switch it from inside like a little, the cab. A little flippy switch. It's not like a button. It's like one of those, like one of these guys. Toggle. And it's like right. It's like hanging down from the the bench on the oh, left. Yeah, so you dude. just have to like reach under and like <laughs> flip it to it. one side. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then the brakes are connected to the horn. And then when you want it to stop, you just click it back. It's uh yeah. That's amazing, oh. dude. It's definitely my uh, favorite part of the podcast tonight, figuring that out. Because I've watched that video. I, like, I'm probably like half the hits on that video, the thousands of hits. It's like, <laughs> it's like me, like just rewatching that and just crying, laughing. Just Greg's like natural reaction of like, what? I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. It's uh, good, good tour prank. Good tour prank for sure. That's a great one. That's a great yeah. one. Classic. Not Well, actually not classic. I've never heard of anybody... Yeah. <laughs> busting it except it's classic, for classic. <laughs> yeah well, once i go. actually saw that video I, I went on youtube and watched like other people doing it because it's like it's a yeah. common thing people like construction workers do like fuck with the shit and like they you know they wire it that way and there's some pretty funny ones on there but that greg's reaction is still second to none sorry yeah. buddy. <laughs> uh, oh, we love you greg we love you. <laughs> there you go <laughs> <You don't. laughs> oh, Yo, uh, so so how long did you guys spend in david Terra's studio and what's it like spending uh, an entire time out recording an album like that we're there for a month Jesus. um i flew in on april 19th and left on may 21st um and uh like i said i mean it's it's kind of hard to explain like it, it's super hands-on right like uh when you're when you're there um because uh you know and, and for the sake of you know respecting privacy i'm not going to disclose exact locations but let's just say that the apartment that we that we stay in is uh not far from his studio mm-hmm. um so you know it's it's basically the kind of thing where it's like you get up and like you know within minutes you're in the studio like get up take a shower get dressed you know wait for him to give you the green light because he's all set up and ready to go everything's all you know warmed up with his his you know his computer and all that kind of stuff and then you just head over and you're there so it's like you know so with uh, an apartment you guys got your own (laughs) kitchen and shit yeah you're doing your that's like a shopping and cooking like a two-bedroom type of thing uh you know a little living room kitchen single bathroom um yeah it's like a proper like airbnb style apartment um, what was the dopest meal you guys had that month uh, at dude, the apartment we all uh at, like us and and dave and his lady and and all the band guys we all did like a big fucking barbecue and dave uh like slow cook smoked these ribs all day and boo boo has this like secret family baked bean recipe uh and it's like the best fucking beans i've ever had in my entire life like they are so fucking good and so he made those uh we had a lot we had a lot of thai food uh that was always good we had a lot of thai food over there but i mostly like a piece of shit like we had a kitchen and like for the first week i did like meal prep and was like trying to stick with like the healthy diet thing that i was doing but it just got to a point where it's like everybody's trying to eat at the same time like we have a limited window of time to do it Mm -hmm. and like unless you have meal prep done which 
you know, you do on the weekend, I guess. But that was kind of spent like hanging out and catching up with people. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, I guess we're going to go hit a fucking KFC or a McDonald's or a fucking Taco Bell or some shit. And just like, you know, so it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fast food. Um, we did go to this one place. What was that place called? Like, like punch out or some shit. Uh, that like bar grill thing that we went to where I got that, that big ass fucking pretzel. Like a Bavarian pretzel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coming with some beer yeah. cheese. It was and... Yeah. It was called. It was something like that. It was like some some boxing pun, uh, like like knockout or punch out or you know some some shit like that. But that place was good. I had a big ass shrimp sandwich and like one of those like big old pretzels they served you on like a hook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Completely on a hook and a shrimp like sandwich. His meal was gonna be. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah. I ordered because I was like, I'll get a pretzel and a sandwich because I'm pretty hungry. And then they brought out the pretzel and I was like, this is a loaf of bread. Like, this is a whole fucking, fucking meal. Huge. And so I was like, does anyone want to share this? And they're like, no, not really. So like, I eat this whole fucking pretzel. And by the time they bring my sandwich out, I was just like. It's like a classic tap room thing. Like yeah, appetizer, I was just like just fucking picking, big old Bavarian pretzel. Yeah. Yeah, it was stone, stone ground mustard. Oh, it, was, it was really good, though. It was really They served it with that like that like beer cheese, the like pub cheese type of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that shit shit's was, bomb. It was real good. It's bomb. They just like tapped you out, dude. They're all welcome to Mike Tyson's Punch Out, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. Bar. yeah. And, <laughs> no. that's, we're punching you out, dude. One of the waiters first. was that boxer who spits in your eyes, and yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it's it like glass cheeks, Larry, and stuff like that, dude. There's some. Yeah. Uh... Our waitress was also very nice at that place. I remember she was she was super cool. She was like, she was one of those because it's like you know when people see us sitting at a restaurant they're always like y'all in a band and we're like yeah you know they're like oh well what kind of music and we're like oh you know like heavy metal i guess and so it was kind of like going down that rabbit hole christian rock yeah and then and then she was like oh well i'm i'm into metal which like usually when a waiter or a waitress says that to you after you're like yeah it's gonna be like disturbed yeah they're like yeah i love like you know metallica right but then she was like, yeah, no, I listen to like fucking like knock loose and shit. And I was like, oh, word. Fucking that's cool. I, I, hey, I have a Metallica shirt. Uh, forgot. <laughs> forgot. Sorry. But yeah, Girl, no, she was I'm, like, I'm into fucking System of a Down and yeah. <laughs> uh, At the Gates, the original metalcore band. Do you know of them? Uh, no, she was like actually into like a lot of like modern hardcore stuff. She was like, you know, naming naming all these fucking super sick like power trip and knock loose and all those all those kind of bands and i was like oh, oh fuck, you're, you're pretty tight yeah so, and she was super nice so i think i think i don't know if the food itself was that great but that experience was nice so yeah yeah respect to power know. trip yeah so so back in the day that was like the only way to like record music was like go in and like record in a studio like that so do you feel yeah. like you like kind of understand more about how music prior to like 2005 was like made based on this experience uh, i mean i've only ever recorded albums in like a proper studio um, oh yeah that's true yeah so it's like i mean even even when i was like a kid like the first thing that i ever recorded was with my band shadows prophecy in like 2002 um what up what like, up weird weird recordings weird power metal uh shadows stuff. prophecy it was like it was like children of bodom but not good um and uh even that was like in a studio in a booth and like doing the whole the whole shebang so 
I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever actually like recorded something that I've like put out on a proper release at like a in like a home studio type of situation. So for me, it was very much just like back at it. This is my third record that I've done with Dave. Um, so there's like a chemistry there and, you know, same same spot every time he hasn't moved studios uh, in a long, long time. So for me, it was very uh, familiar you know, environment. Yeah, very familiar environment. Um, and it's cool going back to a place like that because it's like we can just get right to it. You know what I mean? Like there's not the the awkward like getting to know each other phase uh, where, you know, neither of us are really comfortable throwing ideas at each other yet or like shooting down ideas more so um you know that that working chemistry just isn't there generally the first time you record with someone and like it gets built you know i mean like over the week or two that you're recording your parts but it's nice now at this point that i've like spent so much time recording with him um to just be able to like jump into it and just like know each other's vibes and all that kind of stuff i think i was more cranky on this record uh especially towards the end with than i than i was on on other records but i think that that has a lot to do with like i was trying a lot of new stuff uh i do a lot of of different things on this record and uh some of the parts were just like difficult areas of my voice to access and uh the frustration was definitely starting to to show when i was like starting to get vocal fatigue and all that kind of shit so i think that that uh that might be new a uh, new thing dave had to deal with for me i'm usually pretty like chilled out and like yeah dude let's do it but this this time i was just like fuck like i was just getting super fucking annoyed and heated and you know not at him but just at like my inability to perform yeah uh, so yeah. but you know we pushed through it and the album ended up sounding fucking great i'm very happy with the end result well the almost end result we're still in the final stages but yeah but i think if yeah. you're like pu pushing for something that's like better and that you you're yeah. pushing yourself you know it's yeah. like you're gonna get frustrated you know yeah, yeah for sure so, yeah. for sure it's like why am i not perfect at this yet yeah you're like fuck you know that's but, okay you know? yeah <laughs> try, man. Yeah. all right listen guys i gotta uh i gotta peace out Oh, yeah, I think uh, I think we should probably start. Look at Greg. Look at Greg. Everyone, look at Greg. Look He's a sleepy boy. Is. Oh man, look at this boy. <laughs> I want, let's let's wait. Can we? I feel bad because Anthony was like taking a dump or something. But like, <laughs> oh, do we want to wrap the whole thing up? We can do. I can wait. Oh, dude, let's leave. Just let him come back, and it's over. It's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> right when he says something, he's like, "All right." So I want to ask you about in you know. 1997. <laughs> Good night. Just talking to a screen of himself. So, um, is there any approximate date when the new Allegiant comes out? Or uh, I'd say quarter one next year is what we're looking at. Quarter one. Uh, you're you're definitely going to get some new music before 2021 is over. Uh, nice. Yeah. But uh, I can't give you firm dates at this point. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We're just stoked on your project. Come on, Anthony. Sit the fuck down. All right, Jesus. Anthony. Jesus, that bald ass head. Hey, buddy. Dude, um, a Nature Valley fucking granola <laughs> bar with some peanut butter, dude. 
You can't fuck with it, dude. <laughs> he was making food. That's what he was doing. He was, he was, he was making food. Uh, no, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap this. We're gonna wrap this up. Carrie's got a bail, and uh, oh, like right Greg's on. like Greg's literally asleep. He's like his eyes well, are open. It's all good, not, dude. I love awake. you guys. This was great. Yeah, I, thanks I for really, having us, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was this was exactly what I wanted it to be. Just thanks a fucking bro down. Thanks for hitting me and up, Casey. Happy to uh, Riley. Nice surprise, too, dude. Of course. Oh yeah. Oh, Greg. Riley, I I have something for mention before you leave yes um and i'm sorry to interrupt the the signing off of everyone else but uh i was going through an old file on my computer and i found all the conos pre-pro shit that i had done and decided to just uh do it you should absolutely send that to me so i've been just programming all the bass and drums and a lot of it was already written and i have like a lot of the songs like t- both guitar parts and some of the shit that shane wrote and i'm just adding to that and uh i haven't talked to anyone about it it's just been me so far but uh i just kind of want to do it for me but if you wanted to get in on it that would be really sick I'm so just you know what I'm like- is is i actually found while i was moving uh, an old notebook that has like all of my like on paper conos lyrics Oh shit! Um, yeah, well, there it is, dude. Yeah, so um, I'd be I'd be super down. Make some make some revisions for those and uh, record some shit. That'd be fun. That was the thing I was scared of. Is I'm like, you probably don't remember the lyrics or any of it, no, and I don't know if I want to ask you to write new all. lyrics or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll run it by the other guys. But uh, even if it's just for private, whatever, I just it's a good practice for me to get pre-pro shit going, and and I'll, yeah. I'll record the guitars and anyway, so tight yeah well, that's the thing so let's you guys talk heard about it here first yeah. get hype <laughs> yep it's gonna be oh, sick yeah. as fuck dude oh yeah. like oh nine like portal-esque tech depth death metal yeah. super sick shit that band was fuck fucking yeah. rad uh but to carrie and greg super fun all right love yeah, you guys dude. super love fun you, dude yeah. and and yeah. riley sick surprise dude this was great tonight thanks to everybody who was hanging out with us um uh alluvial we're gonna have a very near future re rescheduled episode for you guys we don't we'll we'll, when we know when it is it'll be in the next couple of weeks or so but yeah thanks for hanging out with us tonight guys and uh thanks for all the subscribers hit all those fun buttons that help us out and uh we'll be here next week right on guys love you guys love you all of them. Yeah. All of them.